You're listening to ORU Kristen 2, the podcast where two Kristens talk about all things BTS. Let's get into it. It's been so long. I love you. It's been too long. It's been too fucking long. Yeah. I love you too. It has been quite some time, actually. I know that we can be dramatic, but it's actually been pretty fucking long right like has it been a month the thing that's so funny is like Kristen and I had like this fucking 20 hour I mean probably I say dramatically this like full sit down at the end of Q3 about how mm-hmm. or at the end of sorry at the end of Q2 on how we're gonna Q3 and Q4 are gonna go blah right, blah blah because our, our our friendship is also in Q's yeah right. so we how many quarters have we been friends now? but it's like we're gonna sit down and we're going to talk about all the things we want to do for the pot and how we want to do it and we had this big old yeah. plan and then life mm-hmm. just like always has gotten in the way of everything and so we've yeah. had to not follow the plan as we preferred and so we've taken some time but now we're back love that for we us are back i feel like we really it's such an example of like you can only plan so much Mm. and in this case like I feel like it really has been my life events that have led us to like not be really just not be able to record it's not like we we I don't know like forgot I don't fucking know right 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 um we had every intention we had to run a show we were ready yeah yeah we were ready and like I I think that we I mean, I can just speak for myself here because Pip has been red to go. And Pip, I want an update on everything that's been going on with you. Um, but for me, on my end, we I've had like kind of a weird month where I was first traveling for work and doing um, uh, meeting a lot of people face to face. And of course, got COVID from that. Um, I was out for probably a week with that. Luckily, um, thank you, Privilege, uh, for you know, a vaccine and stuff like that. I didn't get hit too hard with any symptoms, but that um, made us not be able to record. And then I believe we recorded the the week after that. And that's the last time we mm. uploaded. Is that correct? Um, Feels true. Yeah. So after that, um, I got like a uh, I was going to say a procedure. Why don't we, I don't know why I said that, because I can just tell everyone I got my IUD replaced. That's so weird that I wasn't going to say that, but I got my IUD replaced and anyone oh, who, um, it's, I continue. I was like, what? Oh wow. We're really just <laughs> women's well, health. I don't know. Continue. Women's health. It's like, no women's why, health. Why not? I got my IUD replaced and anyone who's had that done, you know how much it like really, yeah really messes you up (laughs) like so bad the reason why I bring that up is that only took me out for like a day or two but it masked symptoms for what What, really took me out what are like the odds do you know what I I mean like I know what are the fucking odds um it masked symptoms for what took me out and why I was actually had a couple of hospital stays um for so last week <laughs> I, so I know funny. it's just why so, am I it's so weird it's so weird <laughs> it's, so it's just like weird I was just it's thinking weird. about what you text me during your hospital stays and that's why I giggled continue yeah you could tell that story later or yeah. whatever but um 
but yeah, I I it, I was having really weird symptoms and I thought some of it was IUD related and stuff. So mm. um, what ended up happening was me um, going to the ER and going back to the ER. Luckily, um, I have health insurance. I'm very lucky. They were able to, you know, figure out eventually what was wrong with me and put me on prescription and I like finished those antibiotics and stuff and I'm totally I feel totally fine now nice. um but it was it was a dicey <laughs> week like Pip kind of caught the brunt of it um Vivi was in Japan and I was kind of alone luckily I I've briefly mentioned that I had a boyfriend the last in our last episode to which a lot of you responded like truly what the fuck and I appreciate that because I agree yeah, but truly what the he fuck. was he's an RN and so he's the one that was like yeah I think you should like maybe go to the hospital so shout out to him for taking me to the ER but it's still like new and I'm much more comfortable with friends and like so Pip knows that I was like texting her a lot and like I just felt really it was for the first time that I was like, oh, I live in L.A. and none of my family's here Mm. and I don't have a lot of resources here. And that sounds mean because I I do. I do. But like my go to gal was in Japan. She would have been wildly helpful in this situation. Obviously, Pip was like I was like get off the airline websites, Pip, like you're not flying. (laughs) I did look things up. But then I was like, okay, then I got to figure out how I'm going to get from the airport to where she is. And it was like, you were so great. You were like checking in a lot and stuff. And I also just like did. I don't I'm the I'm the type where I just don't want people to worry. Right. You know, like you can't just like text people and be like, I'm in the fucking hospital. Anyway, I I, it's a good story now because I'm okay And um, and I feel really good. And I was I texted Pip this week and I'm like as we were prepping for this episode, I was like, I'm so excited to record. It's been so long. Like I, so I have the Spotify for podcasters app on my phone. And I, it's funny because I like, it's like the one thing that Pip isn't, isn't really logged into like the app where she's like checking stuff all the time. And I like updating her. It's like my numbers with, I once logged in and she was like, what are you doing? And I was like, Oh, I I just like, I just like and I like telling you about it. Yes, and I thought that like I was burdening you by asking, so I was like, "Well, I'll just go around and just do it myself." Yeah, just just scooch on through. (laughs) You know, just like and I was like, absolutely not. Like I love, I love updating her on stuff with that, which is it's just like a weird flip for us because she's such a numbers and analytics person, and I, I don't know, I just that's way we the way we've done it, but I've I by habit check that app quite frequently throughout the day like probably five times a day Mm. and it's just been pretty dry because we haven't uploaded in a while people are listening to our old episodes and commenting on those thank you we love love those comments and stuff but it's just been dry because we haven't uploaded i was like oh i hope we meet our uh goals no anyway um but the second time that i went to the hospital was more because they had like misdiagnosed me and I wasn't feeling bad so I was like texting Pip Pip you can (laughs) 
<laughs> well, you just texted me and we were like, okay, so like, well, because I told I, you I was going back and you were like, yeah, and I was like, oh my God. And, like, and like yeah. some of the stuff she was dealing with or things that I had recently had a family member deal with. And I was just like, oh my God, like, yeah, trying to keep that's posted. True. Right. No, that's so I was true. Like, I feel like, I was like that also yeah. was like rough because you would just have that happen to Right. And so I was like, yeah. oh my God, oh my God, like, what's going on? And then, um, <laughs> she goes, She's texting me. I'm texting her, trying to get the You're details. Like, What's the update? What's going What's on? What's the update? And she's like, my she's like, she tells me the update, and she goes, and my doctor's low key hot. And I was like, oh my god. <laughs> so she answers, and she's like, she's fine, everyone. She's back. I was like, she's fine. <laughs> She'll be okay. <laughs> I was like, oh my god. Okay, she's good. <laughs> I wasn't worried. Thank God. Yeah. No, it's good. I think it's like we can totally laugh about it now. It was yeah. rough. <laughs> it was rough, but it's okay. Like but it's it was okay. good healing because at the beginning of the the be- like at the beginning of last week, she was like, "I don't know. We'll see if I can um, record." I sh- I just don't know. I don't want to make promises I can't keep, which is totally fair. And then, but I was very hopeful and positive I'm like oh, it'll be fine we'll get there and then like here we are so we're okay she's great Everyone's we did great. our we did our first like um notes app update <laughs> oh my god <laughs> oh yeah because no, well, Kristen because Kristen was like we need to tell the people because once in a while well, I, a was getting, I was getting messages like hey where's yeah. the app I was yeah that's what I'm saying so some people get get like reach out to us she's like hey like did something happen? And so I was like, very we'll just sweet. do a quick, yeah. yeah, do a quick notes app update because <laughs> it was too many characters. And I was like, okay, <laughs> I've never well, done one like, of these before. <laughs> poor Marissa, like saw that on the, on Instagram she's in Australia and I hadn't texted her. I'm not going to text her. I'm in fucking hospital. She like sends me screenshot and she's like, hello, are you okay? <laughs> 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 like, oh, uh, we laugh. It's we... funny. But I will say, like, this this past month has been, like, really weird for me health-wise when I'm, like, normally a pretty healthy person, thank God. Um, And I did tell my boyfriend (laughs) that I used to be healthier before I got into a relationship, and I don't really like the correlation between It's correlating. It's correlating. So... Um, and I know like, well, I've, we've gotten some questions on that, but I think, you know, for now, I don't really have much else to say other than if you want to see him like say his first, um, uh, opinion, is that the right word on every BTS member? I posted that on my TikTok and it was funny. So you can go over there on my personal TikTok. Like who knew, who knew that I was going to do Speaking of TikTok. Speaking yeah. of TikTok, I've been posting slowly the older videos I had posted on my TikTok. Um, the BTS ones we've posted before from old episodes. Mm. I'm putting them now on Instagram and TikTok slowly. So if Love you guys that. see them, I also want to shout out, you know who you are. I don't have it up in front of me, but you know who you are. There was a, we have a listener who went in, went in to my TikToks and started liking every single one. And I'm like, whoa, I'm getting all these notifications. And they were like, oh, you said on the episode you wanted like to go in. So I'm gonna go and support and hype you up. And so they're leaving comments oh, and that is liking so and I was sweet. just like, oh my God, thank you. Um and I wanted That's to really also sweet. say there has speaking of like all of this, like again, follow us on TikTok, follow us on socials, follow us on Instagram. Also, we had another person be like, you need to post the Chonkla video on Instagram so we can share it with people here. And I'm like, done. Um, oh my God, amazing. I've just found it so interesting of like, 
we've had some people who've been listening to us to the very at the very beginning since the beginning of this mm-hmm. and like i feel like that community sense that we had wanted you know like several months ago we talked about like we want to have this community of these friends and all these things like i really feel that more and more because of the last couple weeks as people are checking in on you just checking in on us and i'm like it felt really sweet to have this like it's not just like these two rando girls on a microphone and these like unknown faces out in the world it's like real connections we're making with people that listen with us and that hopefully like we can like someone had messaged us recently saying that the podcast helped them feel more part of a community that just made me very happy because it's like it's really it's really sweet and like we are we're coming up on a year pretty soon like in the next month or so um and so like it it's cool to see how far we've come and we'll we do want to do something special for our year um, anniversary episode. I believe it's like December 10th or so. So um, I think I'll make that the question at the end of this episode on Spotify. Yeah. If you're listening on Spotify, please respond to that. And maybe we can put it on Twitter too, but we would love maybe on Instagram. Um, I'll do like a question in the stories or something. Yeah. We would love to hear from you on what you might want to see for our year um our year anniversary episode like do you want I don't know you know the types of episodes that we do do you want like a recap do you want mm. us to drink do you want us to not drink like what do you what I don't know just let us know what you might want to see and we'll yeah. definitely take that into consideration but um we can put that as polls at the end but Pip I wanted to ask you cuz I actually didn't didn't even text you this that's how fresh it is we got an email from a really sweet listener hold on one sec my my roommate is here hello oh my god she just what? popped her head in she just popped her head in holding a glass of red wine and I was like hi she goes you should drink thank you Vivi you're the best you should drink Willa go with your father Willa go with your father oh geez okay bye um um I I didn't even tell you sorry yeah I got we got an email from a sweet listener that we hear hear from from time to time shout out you know who you are when when I oh my god I have both dogs in here now Jesus um (laughs) And they they wanted to know uh, an update on it was basically because we we haven't posted, but they did want to know um, how your job search is going. Are you feel do you feel okay maybe sharing that? They said that the last they'd heard from Pip was on the job hunt and giving you lots of like love and and support. Really and just sweet. wanted a little oh. bit of an update on you if you could give that. <laughs> I don't know why I'm laughing. It's been you know. If you've ever searched for a job in the last year or two, you know, it's, you know, <laughs> it's not easy. Sorry, I'm watching Kristen lift dogs out of her room. Because <laughs> Vivi just, Vivi's in here trying to wrangle the dogs. Hold on, please hold. <laughs> I really just love my roommates so much. Um, okay, Aww. sorry, Pip. No, that's fine. Um, job hunt is, yeah. it's, you know, it's, we're, it's going. It's going. We're yeah. trying. Yeah. If and like you said, if you've done it, if you know, you know. Kristen is like, like genuinely, like I was driving the other day, and I was thinking about 
all the things I was trying to do and whatever. And Kristen was just like, has been so helpful and like almost okay. brought me to tears. So I'll, I'm also just like very, we're hitting the like seasonal depression. Yeah. No, 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 no. <laughs> so it's like, I'm extra sensitive. Let's try We got to call right. the doctor and up that. <laughs> yeah. Dose. Um, but it's, yeah. uh, it's been, and I say that because I am very pro mental health. And if anybody yeah. you know takes medication for their mental health you get it um but it's it's hard but every day is a winding road and you get a little bit closer well i think it's it's hard to also like is that should I, is like, that a S- cheryl crow probably every day, every day. oh we started with different keys <laughs> sorry um, sorry <clears throat> It's hard to also like advocate for yourself while also right. being like, well, I need a job, but these are my standards. You know, it's a, I will say Pip's handling it really well. She's proactive. She's asking the right questions. Right. She knows her worth. And she also like knows, like listens, you know, li- to people who are trying to help her, everything right. like that. So I think that you're doing a really good job. And, and it's going to take I'm time. Excited and I, I, for your next chapter. Thank you. And I've talked to some older coworkers, and you know, they, uh, people get it. Like, it's not like everyone's like, "Wow, you still don't have a job." It's like, no, everyone's like, "Trust me, no, I get no, it." No, no, like, no. yeah, it's it's difficult, and it's that time of year. But a lot of people are like, "If you're still unemployed in January, by January, it's Q1." A lot of people are refreshing their budgets. Totally. It can, so it's like, totally. I'm just trying to to take it day by day. Um, some days mm-hmm. are up and some days are down. Um, and that also, I also want to say this, this is super off topic switching, but Kristen told me the other day we were on FaceTime, probably updating Ooh, my LinkedIn something. And mm-hmm. she goes, you sing more than anybody that I know. Like, <laughs> and she means that like, I will be sitting and you don't hear it. Cause I don't do it on the pod, but that often but like i the next day i was playing if anyone's stardew valley girly anyway i was playing stardew valley it's a video game with my friend and every other fucking thing out of my mouth was a song lyric of something was a like everything was a song and i was like i'm feeling very conscious of the fact that i like seeing fucking everything yeah like for example right now every day is a winding road i'm like I just you thought do. about that and I just was like it's who you I've are. noticed it. I am I'm not gonna change, but I've just That's your truth. It's my truth. Um also happy Halloween, Kristen. It's tomorrow. I know. I was gonna ask, are you a Halloween girly? Or what, no. what's your story? Yeah, me neither. But I know that I some was people love my- that. Yeah, I th- that's the thing. It's like I respect the Halloween girlies as long as they respect that I'm not. It was a, like in the twenty in my twenties, excuse me, in the twenties. In my twenties, I was much more of a Halloween like dress up mm-hmm. with my friends kind of thing. But mm-hmm. the older I get, the more I'm like, I just want to lay in bed and watch a movie or like hang out yeah. with a friend and pass out candy. Like I just that to me is so much cuter to like see all the costumes that the kids come and they're like just adorable. So like that's more me and i i used to be a christmas girly and i'm but i'm also just kind of like oh. but i was like if okay. i were to choose between the two i'm more of a christmas girly i think i'm like i'm such a holidays girly and i don't include halloween in that like for me the holiday season mm. starts november 1st yep. my birthday month like i love yep. thanksgiving i love christmas i love i love autumn but i'm not a halloween girly but i respect those that are 
Um, so it's just funny because like and like Vivi hates Halloween. She she actually like despises. Oh my god, Halloween, I found so. my people. <laughs> Most We're of my friends very... are like Halloween people, and I've yeah. just been like, I just am like, okay, like yeah. I've had some really dope costumes over the last couple of years, Same. but mm-hmm. not not super. But recently, then I was but... like, I peaked. I peaked, and so I was like, "There's no point going back." So it's just like it is what it is. So, but this, yeah. how you might be listening to this probably after Halloween. I think we'll probably post tomorrow at some point. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But like Halloween. by the time yeah. you listen to it, I know. But right. some people might not be listening to this on Halloween. But if you did, hope you had a good Halloween. If you have a costume that you're very proud of, you're feel free to send it to us. We will hype yeah. you up. I love looking we at love the costumes. It. There's some really creative ones I keep seeing on TikTok. I like the um, makeup. I like the makeup. Like, that's the part of it that I do Yeah, enjoy. people have really cool makeup. Oh, speaking of, Kristen, she sent me... Never, I'm not going to go into it, but you sent me a TikTok of another Halloween costume today that pissed oh, yeah. me off. <laughs> I should you cut know? this out. Um, Kristen, I did want to say, just for, like, a fun thing, Kristen oh, and geez. I are, like, we talk, like, every day, every other day. She so talk I woke up in the day. middle of night because we talk every day. We don't talk. Sorry, every we talk other every day. day. Um, we, yeah. I meant FaceTime in my head. We'll like FaceTime oh, every other day. But I truly, we're FaceTiming. But we'll talk every day. Um, but she. So this morning, we get the like JK's album preview. And I hadn't slept very well because, like, I just wasn't sleeping well. And I woke up in the middle of the night and Jimin was doing his live, like, in person, like, with the fans. So I watched a bit of that. Then I fell back asleep. But I just, like, wasn't awake. And I hear the dings of my phone wake me up. And I go, oh, shut this off. So I shut it off and I go back to sleep. And then I wake up and it's at a time I'm not proud of. And I look and Kristen's <laughs> like, hello, are you alive? And I was like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. I slept through my alarm. I slept through everything. So you know why? FaceTimes. Why? Mm-hmm. No, please keep, keep going. Because I, because I respond pretty quickly. When I don't respond right away, everyone's like, "Is Kristen dead?" No, it's not. The keep, keep, keep going. So I FaceTime you. So she FaceTimes me, but the funny part—I <laughs> don't think anyone cares about the story. But I was like, I wake up and I was like, "Hi," and she's like trying to talk to me. But like Kristen's been up; she's working. Like yeah. she's been up; she's alert; she's awake. And I'm laying in my pillow thinking that I'm very coherent and I was like I'm like talking to her and she's like okay so for today for the pod we're gonna do this and this and this I have to run a show just go through and she's like mm-hmm. she goes do you do I need to leave you are you just like are you not here and awake do I should I call I you like, back it's like do you want to call me back when you're alert I was like what are you talking about I'm fine keep going and then like as she's talking and I was like that's the kind of relationship we have at this point. Yeah. We're like talking no, to each true. other at all well, times I, of the day. The reason why I was like, oh my God, where is she? Is because I was proud of myself for a while. I haven't been keeping up right as things drop at all. And I right. rely on Pip to tell me what's going on. So I was proud of myself for knowing that that or like seeing the JK drop and watching it immediately and sending her thoughts and thinking that she was going to respond back to me right away with thoughts and the fact that she didn't really like put salt in the wound. So that's that's what happened. And so she calls, she's like, do you need a second? And I'm like, oh my God. She didn't say that mean, but she did say it a little firm, which was a little hot, but also it was like, God damn it. Like she's disappointed in me. Oh my God. 
Oh, but it's not fine. say it that but, um, mean. Anyway, she okay, say it a we're, little like okay. Our intro is long as fuck. Um, so I I want to say a couple of things. First of all, um, yeah. if you whatever I will say this at the end too, but it really helps us whatever platform you're listening on. If you could rate us five stars, leave us a review. We love seeing those. Please, um, do that. It helps us a lot. We. I don't know. It's just like it shows us that you're liking what we're doing. And the engagement right. on TikTok is great. Um, and Twitter. But before and we Instagram. move on to and Instagram. Um, before we move on to uh the main podcast, Pip, I'm dying to know. Dying to know. <laughs> is there a Trader Joe's snack of the app this week? There's always a Trader Joe's snack. There's always gonna be something. Um well, this get, week get, lay it on us. This week, these are always in season, but they like put them out on the like end caps for the season. It's the maple leaf cookies. Great. And... No, why? <laughs> <laughs> and it's they're they're like vanilla type cookies with maple flavored cream filling. They're very yummy. Have you had these before? Mm, I don't believe so. Um, but I, I do like normally... maple. I do like maple flavored things. I wouldn't normally get these, but a friend a couple years ago was like, you need to try them. And I was like, fuck yeah, I'm not going to eat one. We know the rules. But no. um, I used to really fuck with the maple oat nut scone from Starbucks. So I like. Oh, maple interesting. Stuff. You would like that. I mean, it's very sweet. Like one is solid. But yeah. Um, yeah, so that was my snack of the week. I made sure to be prepared with for one this this week because I was like, uh, I, I can't I there's a lot of fall stuff right now but it this just means once Halloween's over and it's already happening we're gonna start getting the winter holiday things yeah, coming that's in what we and need. so that's like what we peppermint need. Jojo's and peppermint up the ass and there's just gonna be so much peppermint you can't <laughs> fucking escape it but it's gonna be everywhere so it will, are you a peppermint girly I like it yeah I feel I'm fine with I'm thinking of our friend Wit who it's fine peppermint um but I like it. Yeah. I think like I can like, it's fine. I would, I'm I like a, a peppermint bark, mo- peppermint bark. Moment. I'm kind of like that. peppermint with, with like pumpkin or it's like, I'm ready for it at the beginning of the season. And then I'm like, okay, I had it. I don't need more. That's kind of how mm. I feel about peppermint. I'm like, I'm excited for it. And then I'm like, okay, I, we can, we can move on. <laughs> I don't need to do everything anymore, but yeah. Anywho, okay, well, we yeah, have a we'll, very watch this space. exciting. <laughs> watch this. Yeah, space well, I was just saying we have a very exciting episode, so <laughs> we don't have to keep talking about peppermint. Although, if we you do, guys have any exciting, if you have any exciting flavors or snacks that are coming out this winter, please tell me because I love a snack. I wait before we move on. I have a question. <laughs> this is almost a question. <laughs> too bad this isn't the spotify question because listen this is important this last thing i'll say are you a snack house or are you not a snack house like are there snacks in the house because there a lot of my friends are not snack people they just don't have snacks at home like i go to their house and i'm like i'm hungry but i'm not starving i would love a chip i would love an oreo 
Typically, I don't I don't leave the the store without buying at least a snack or two. I will say we're not very good at keeping groceries and we're very much a DoorDash household right now. But um, but uh, Vivi goes shopping at her law firm quite often and steals their snacks for us. So, yeah, I would consider us a snack house. Yeah. Okay. Okay, that's all I need to know. Some people are just not snack people. It's like, are you a condiment or a like it's like one of those like what kind of fridge do you have like a are you like a condiment fridge or like a meal fridge mm, i mm, love snacks yeah. i just love snacks i have a so many popcorners are over there i see them i've got some salt and pepper chips salt and pepper kettle chips yeah that's all I, okay listen, for real floor it was over to you Kristen. <laughs> oh my god she's on one today okay <sighs> Um, everyone, we've been prepping for this episode. We've known it was going to be our next episode for multiple weeks, but as we were stating in the intro, we just uh, had some roadblocks, and that's okay. We're here eventually. You probably can tell this from the title, but our main podcast segment today is going to be about the one, the only, the Min Yungi, in honor of all things that we love about that man. Um, because he did enlist a couple of weeks ago at this mm. point. We don't know a lot, right, Pip? Um, and nor should we. But different than the other enlistments, we actually haven't gotten like a video of them saying goodbye to him or a shot from him being like, I shaved my head that Kristen's been waiting for. Or, you know, like, right? Am I right? We don't right. know like, as much as... My friend yeah. who's Korean told me, and you might, you know... You can ask around. I don't know. It's like, it seems... She's referencing... <laughs> I'm referencing her boyfriend. I'm like, you can ask around. <laughs> but it seems like, from what I understand, they have like a desk job and they don't shave their head right away. Again, I think we talked about this. So I don't <sighs> know what happens next, but I hope for... Just let me live you. my dream. Okay. I mean, we have Namju. You... Just like... That's and we fine. Got... I want... And listen, I got blonde gym in this no. morning and I'm feeling no. great about it. So... <laughs> That's great. But if they're going to take them away from me for 18 plus months, at least let me see them with a shaved head so I can fulfill my cholo fantasies. Anyway, okay, so we love doing dual set deep dives in general. We kind of feel like we need to redeem ourselves. Like, I feel like if you're a new listener and you haven't listened to any of our deep dives, you might be like, do they really know anything? Do they just drink? <laughs> Are they a couple? One of those is not incorrect. Um, <laughs> so oh it's God. just like we we did start this podcast, yeah, because we like literally can't shut the fuck up, but also because we do what? Why'd you just? I gasp? drop. I drop my cookies. <laughs> just let them drop. Drop. Let them drop. We do actually know a lot about BTS as well. So like every now and then I feel like we need to like prove that we do fucking know a lot about BTS. We do. We do. Mm. We need. Listen, we love a we love a deep dive into a member. We haven't done one of these in a while. We We haven't. Our first. No, our second episode was was with coworker John and that was on um, Jin. I believe, yes. Mm. Um, and then the, then we did Hobies, um, and we actually got such sweet messages about the Hobie episode. 
So thank you for that. That was a long time ago. And the reason oh why God. I know that, is because that was actually six months ago. It was ep- it was episode 10. Because this I was is now in, episode 22. I was in Korea six months ago. And that was the Hobie time because that was when you had the to deal with the chewing and the snacks, which again is why snacks are banned. That's right. Yeah, we banned snacks. <laughs> so anyway, we're super excited. We have some great stuff planned for this Yoongi episode. We can't wait to get into it. I'm going to try to keep it together. Everyone knows that Yoongi is my bias, but it really doesn't matter. Like, biases are not obviously OT7, OT7. Like, we love all of these men. It's not like it makes it harder for you when it's your bias or not. But I just, I really appreciate this human so fucking much. So I can't wait to, like, and pay homage to him a little bit you know what to I mean? Kristen's credit she is a very big like one of her big interests in the bts world is pre-debut she like really loves pre-debut so and there's a lot yeah. with pre-debut with yoongi specifically yes. like namjoon and yoongi specifically yes, have a very most. large story mm-hmm. with pre-debut um and so she it's going to talk about that with us. And I'm really excited. So I'm going to let you start our Yoongi oh. segment. So tell us, tell us okay. what you wanna, want us to know. You're so sweet. I might, I might, um, I might eat a cookie while you're doing this. Cause I'm listening. Then you have to mute yourself, but I like it when you react more. Oh, yeah. I'm throwing the cookies across the there they are. I'm not an almond mom, I swear. <laughs> Literally just about I can, editing. I can eat them later. You really can. And you will. And I will. Um, okay. I'm excited. Um, I will. Thank you, Pip, for letting me talk a little bit about um, pre-debut and how and how he got into BTS. And I feel like this is not like common knowledge you know and it's like not like you would know this shit right so prior to auditioning for big hit and like us knowing you know what happened there the first time that we actually hear of yoongi at all is in 2008 so he's like 14 or 15 at this point and he appears as user m.y.k in the hip hop community fan cafe for amateur rappers. Um, that was big back then. That was called Jungle Radio. So this was a forum where like amateur rappers would post things, like rate each other, post beats. And um, he actually uploaded uh, an original sample onto that platform in 2008. And you could still hear it. It's on YouTube. But for anyone that's curious, maybe we'll post that link if you're curious about hearing some of that. It honestly slaps, of course, um, because anything Yungi does is gold. But he titled it First Slash Debut Cut and Paste Song. Please critique it. <laughs> I just think that's so cute. Um, anyway, so that was later in 2008. And unfortunately, there's not really any documentation of him until 2010. We don't really know, like, what Yoongi was doing. Um, but from interviews and stuff, we know that he was working um, at a music studio in Daegu selling um, beats and selling, like, like samples for them so we can only imagine assume that he was producing a lot of tracks and stuff like creating them and selling them for this music 
a studio in Daegu and not really rapping outwardly, but like, you know, to, for an audience. Um, and he said that he, that was kind of his main focus before he, um, started rapping with D-Town. So in 2010, he showed up with the rap group D-Town under performing under the name Gloss. I personally love the stage name Gloss. Mm-hmm. I couldn't find any confirmation as to like why he chose that name, so I didn't want to state anything that we don't really know. But I do love Gloss. I think it's mm-hmm. hot. So he shows up as Gloss with this rap group D-Town. There's like multiple members in the group, but they all kind of perform. They perform together, but they also perform separately. So um, in tw- throughout 2010, he's heavily active in the Daegu underground rap scene. So they have like venues where these rap battles happen. Um, he's performing with D-Town like you know, in that group, but he's also performing um, on his own as Gloss. And they have a lot of shows and stuff where you can actually like see clips of 2010 Yoongi um, Mm. in the promo videos for these shows, which is cool. Like he has his little flippy hair, like still swagger, but he's really young here. He's like 16. No, he's 17. I can't remember if it was from the book or from Sutra or like somewhere he was talking about this time a little bit. And he talked Mm -hmm. about like wanting to get compensated for like they would get compensated in tickets to concerts and things like that. Like Daegu was like a really like it was a scrappy in the sense of like he's a young, scrappy Mm -hmm. and hungry, working hard kind of during this time, which is like really interesting because he's always been working like. Yeah, it's that's such a good point. He he really grinds like i feel like of all of the stories of how and again ot7 ot7 this is anything any praise we give to one member does not take away from any other member obviously but i really do feel like of all the members in their pre-debut yungi was really grinding yeah and really needed this to happen for himself so Anyway, he's heavy in the Daegu rap scene, um, and that's actually when um, the Hit It auditions happened. So that was in August of 2010 um, when those auditions happened for Bangtan. And he actually um, mentions this in uh, in the track... Uh, I don't know how to print. I never really know Everyone how to say says, this. I only yeah. say it in my head. So seven two four one four eight um, from uh, August D. The so I let me just if I may. Yes, please. He talks about it in in the that audition process, um, the audition process process for Bangtan in those lyrics. So he says. Um, in this song, it's the rapping competition organized by Bang Si Hyuk. Bang Si Hyuk is that guy who worked with that big. Ji Young, that Hyung Nim, isn't that the guy who wrote like being shot by a gun? So that's how I entered the competition with my crew Hyungs. They said we should pass the preliminary round first to reach the final round. Okay, that's easy peasy. The beat they gave us to rap, I changed the entire thing. I started rearranging the beats. Look at this. Who would do this? If you were me, would you do this? Listen, which company would say no to this genius? <laughs> I fucking love him. I love him. I love that swagger. He's had it from the fucking beginning. Mm. But 
this is a this is a theme that you'll see throughout Yungi's work. He writes mostly autobiographically. Mm-hmm. He writes about his experiences. He tells these stories in his lyrics, and I fucking love it. Yeah. And it's right here, right? That's what's so that's what happened. He um he ended up coming in second overall. In the, he he won the pre- preliminary round, and then he he um came in second in the finals. But big hit ended up taking him and the guy who won. I think he credits a lot of that to the fact that he was like switching up tracks a lot and like the producing value that he added. So he really mm. thought that he was going to be a producer for big hit mm. and not part of Bangtan. However, everything that's documented shows that he was always a member of Bangtan. And was always meant to debut. So, um, so he actually moved to Seoul on November 7th, 2010. And on November 13th, he moved into the dorms. And that's like when, when he met. When he, Kim Namjoon. Uh, mm-hmm. And don't forget to stream respect. And we're coming we're up on the 13th anniversary of them being roommates. They yeah, were roommates. So really soon. Really soon. Um, so throughout 2010 and 2011, he produced tracks for various artists inside and outside of Big Hit. Um, and most of the artists were actually from Daegu. And he was in these tracks, he was credited as Min Yoongi. Um, and he kind of officially dropped the name Gloss. Mm. In 2011, August 2011, Yungi appeared on his first Bangtan song that was the uh, original version of Satori Rap, and he was with June and Hobie on that track. And that's the track that we've mentioned previously that yeah. eventually becomes the BTS track, Pal Dong Gang San. Um, <clears throat> okay. So then in late 2011 or early 2012, we don't really know the timeline. Yungi injured his shoulder in a car accident while working a part-time job as a delivery boy. Um, he hid the injury from the company and because he was afraid that he would get com- cut from the group if he no longer could like, it's, if he was It's hurt. wild watching that video of him telling the members because like they didn't know that that was what no, really happened. he hid it. Because they knew he had completely. a bad shoulder and they didn't know that he was like... So there's like yeah. that video of them like all sitting at the table talking about it yeah. and they're like, what? Yeah. And he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it, it's, it's, it's really, it's really, I thought we could maybe like talk a little bit about this timeline pit because this shoulder injury really, I don't, I don't want to use the word shadowed, but kind of his entire career up yeah. like, so, so what we have on this shoulder injury is, you know, 2011 or 2012, it happens. He completely hides it from the company. Um, I, and I don't know at what point he, like, they had enough money as a company for him to start getting treatment for it. But we know that he mentions the injury in two songs by August D. He mentioned, uh, and, and I think it's mentioned other times, but these are the ones off the top of my head. He mentions right. it in the last where he says, I debuted holding on to my fucking crushed shoulder thanks to the accident on my part-time delivery job. And then he also, of course, mentions it in Amygdala when he says the news of my accident that I couldn't tell. He really kept that so hidden. And I we knew that, like, as ARMY, we knew that Yoongi had a shoulder injury and then, like, 
it came out of it. You know, in their fame, obviously he felt okay, like saying that he <laughs> he debuted and stuff. So like he was okay telling them what telling us what happened. But we knew that he was getting like big like I I believe they said cortisone but or steroid shots in his shoulder multiple times to help with the inflammation help right. it keep him mobile obviously like i remember him this guy's that, like, like dancing well i was it's just gonna just say like, i remember him saying dancing. the black swan choreo really was hard for him i remember that but think about the amount of times that they're on the floor they're even just like raising your arm and um I Pip, I know that you remember this, even though you don't like talking about this performance because you're triggered. But during Mott's one, um, I think it was night one. It could have been night two when he came out and immediately mm. in the opening number, we're like, what's wrong with Yungi? What's wrong with Yungi? And he's he holding on though, yeah. to his well, he he's he's holding on to his jacket so that he doesn't dislocate it further because it he felt it slip. And mm. he you know, I can only imagine that they popped it back into place and then like gave him hella steroid shots because he was able to continue with the concert and do all of the choreography. But ultimately it led to, I think, November when we got the notification that he was going to get surgery and be out for the rest of the year. And in thank God he got that mm-hmm, in 2020. Yeah. that Thank God he got that surgery because then it was like him recovering over time. He would give us updates on it. For those of you that weren't around, he would come on live and say like, oh, I'm able to raise my arm now. I have full rotation. Like this has been such a battle. And then you can see from the amygdala music video and everything that that he's shared during D-Day that it really was something that (laughs) outside of just shoulder pain and a shoulder injury really colored his 20s. And um and down to the fact that he has that scar on his shoulder and that's where he got his seven. Well, tattoo. and it's so interesting too. Like the other members n- eventually did know about it because yeah. it's going to affect how he performs. They're going to see those things happening to him and they've obviously been very supportive, but it's like to have an injury like that is in a job in his career that he's in is like, can be long-term detrimental, which is why he made the decision to have the surgery when he did because, you know, during the pandemic, mm-hmm. they they couldn't do all the traveling and concerts. So it was like, if I'm going to do it and I have to go to the military, like I need to get this taken care of. Um, and I think I, I'm pretty I'm going to say something based off the top of my head, which I'm pretty sure is true. Um, okay. That's why when he came back in butter, butter is very bottom half heavy. There's a lot more leg work than there's there's arm work because he had come back from surgery and they just the choreo when they they did the choreo they try not to do as much arms as they did with the legs. Uh I I I mean I'm sure you're right. I I just remember someone such- saying that at some point in the I was we were all very attached to our screens during that time. Yeah, it was such a it was such an interesting time too because you really realize that like he needed to take multiple months off for recovery. And when they're in, you know, think about like 2015 into 16 into 17, 18, like they do, they are, they were not taking 
any time off. It was unheard of in 2019 when they took the month off for vacation. And like, so I understand like him not wanting to do this invasive surgery. I'm so glad he did. And he recovered in the way that he did, but it's Mm. rough. Right. And I'm just happy that like now this like shoulder lore and all of that, it seems to be behind him, but I know that it's really not an easy thing that, that from 2011 to now 2023 with the tattoo placement. uh, And I want to say too, like, as just people who have, you know, if anyone has either performed in some way with an industry in, in injury or like done sports with an injury yeah. or just has a chronic injury, if anyone's yeah. ever experienced that, like this is so relatable in so many ways, mm-hmm. even if it's just as simple as like you have a lower back. I mean, I have lower back shit just from being a server in my 20s, like yeah. from the carrying all those trays, like sometimes you just get these like chronic things that end up following you through your life and like you we when this was all happening, we were like a lot of people really understood because they're just like, dude, that's like I can't even imagine. And so it was oh, well, it was a very interesting. Sad. It is especially and for for different reasons, but I can relate to him keeping something like that a mm-hmm. secret because he was afraid of the like the like um, consequences of like having that, you know. But he like we said in the beginning of this is that he's been grinding since the beginning like he's been hustling totally like and like is such a star like he has just watching his growth as you're we're still going but like watching what you've just even shared and thinking about him because i watched this talk today so it's like watching this growth of him has been very fascinating to like see as we're talking about yes he's had a really big arc i think also as a totally and and i and i don't i'm i feel like maybe we know that more because of the amount of music he's released with autobiographical lyrics where we can really see that that growth and it's just it's you know i think that the way that he was grinding in order to survive right and from the sounds of like where he was coming from and how it wasn't an option for him to fail. Yeah. Failure just Um, really was not, it wasn't an option for him. So I do understand him saying I'm literally, I literally, they will replace me if they think I'm broken. Like I'm not going to say a word. And probably because of that, the injury was much worse. Like it's really sad but at least we can know like now that he's okay. But well, and, and I, those who are from goes out. Yeah. To, and like, like those who aren't him, familiar you know? with the story, I'm sure people are, but in case you're like new and you're listening that when he did eventually tell the company, they were like, bro, like, why do you tell us? Right. Like they weren't like, fuck you. you know like how they you were, work things up in your yes, head and you're yes, like, yes, yes, yes. Yeah. I don't want anyone to think yeah. that like big hit was like, Oh, fuck no, no, you. You don't no, you know. No, no, no. They were very much just like, like I've been there where you hide help. something from your parent. And they're like, why didn't mm-hmm. you just tell us? And I was like, because I was scared. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, um, anyway, sure. continue with your. Yeah. So after that, so that was 2011, 2012, really rough for him. Um, but he did, you know, he ended up well he does say that like at that time he had to stop dancing which he was really enjoying at the time mm. um and i i think yungi is the fourth dance line member but you can fight me on that um i think it's just like it's interesting to me like how that shaped kind of his pre pre debut right before bangtan was 
was going to debut. So in 2013, leading up to Bong Tan's debut, we see Yoongi really active on various social media platforms, fan cafe, that, that type of stuff, mm. YouTube. He did a review of audio equipment. He uploaded covers. He uploaded original stuff. So really him and and um, Namjoon are big on that. There's a lot of pre-debut music for them, which is cool. Yeah. And then on June 4th, um, Big Hit officially announced Suga as Suga. a member of BTS. Um, our friend Brit, Brit says BTS Suga, and it reminds BTS me of Suga. Um, But Suga, was, that was the first time that we heard his stage name. And that comes from short, the shortening of shooting guard which i think we've mentioned on this podcast before so because he played basketball a lot growing up and is a huge basketball fan so i also love the stage name suga um i think it really suits him and it's funny because like his iconic whispered suga intro that he does he was playing around with stuff like that in pre-debut where he like whispered gloss he like had some sound bites that he would return to and i think that's so smart and you can maybe say this as like a marketing brain but like to have a brand like that and stuff that you're known for even when he was in like fucking high school he was doing that shit you know really cool so thank you for listening to my not brief at all um pre-debut uh into debut yungi story I love how it. he became Suga. He and like to wrap that all up too is like he has become such an iconic individual outside of the group. Even like he totally. has like because of the way that he like has worked and the way that he is as a producer and a songwriter. Like he mm-hmm. is so successful within the group, but he's also very successful outside of it because he is and they all are but like i love Mm -hmm. his his you know work ethic and his um creativity and his Mm -hmm. um vulnerability like these are things that he as a pisces my fellow pisces (laughs) he's just like really in like as someone who seemingly is so um held like he kind of holds things close in his personal life but you and I have said this from the very beginning. If you want to get to know BTS, read their lyrics and listen to their music. Like this yeah. is, he is like one of the members that is so like, we learn stuff about his childhood. You learn stuff about his friendships. You learn stuff about his relationships with mm-hmm. people. Like he mm-hmm. is so willing to be vulnerable for his music. And it's really cool to like watch totally. that growth. Yes. He is incredible. Oh my God. There's so much, like, there's just so many things popping into my head of things that I want to say that I hope I remember to say later. And, um, let's get into a little bit more about Yungi. So I'd love <sighs> to know, it. Pip, when you were first getting to know BTS, like what were your first impressions of Yungi? I, would love to know like a little bit about that. I know it's always different depending on how you're like introduced to them or whatever, right. but do you remember well, how you, yes. you thought? He was the member I rec I could recognize the like I could recognize immediately. He okay. I remember watching Boy with Love and I remember sure. thinking I might have said this before, but I'll say it again is that I saw his face and I was like, he has an angel face. Like he is an angel. Mm-hmm. That was like my initial, which oh is so random. I don't know why I felt that, yeah. but I was like, oh, he has an angel face. You're not wrong. 
he just has such a delicate delicate features and i was like oh he's so beautiful um and then also i love this because i told kristen this and i was like it's the um the i call it the grumpy yunky fallacy which is that mm. everyone always when they joins into bts and they're watching Ugh, videos especially God. older videos maybe not so much newer videos but like older videos he, everyone always thinks he's like grumpy or angry and i like said mm-hmm. my friend lourdes i'll give her a shout out i don't think she, i don't know if she listens or not but lourdes she was one of my she was like one of my first fairy god mommies mm-hmm. <laughs> so we called it she's she's also um latina um she that's why i said fairy god mommy but um she would like she would like tell me stuff in the beginning and i was like she's like which ones do you like da, da, da. and i was like oh this one he just seems kind of grumpy she's like i'm gonna stop you right there she's like get that fucking attitude out of here it was just like people always assume that but they're like oh my god no she's like that's the farthest thing like he is like the sweetest kindest most beautiful right. angel and i was like oh okay 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 and like so it's so funny in the beginning, it was like, he's this angel baby who like maybe is grumpy. And it was like, no, he's just an angel baby who is incredible. And I love him. Full stop. <laughs> Full stop. He's just an angel baby. <laughs> Full stop. Uh, what about okay, you? That's interesting. Um, I, I remember a couple of things because mm. it was not right away that he became my bias. And I actually like, it, and by right away, I mean instant. Like it was right. within the first month, right. but, um, or, or earlier, like once I knew them, I remember, um, being on, a uh, YouTube, you know, binge session as you do when you're literally like, I just wanted to know their names. Yeah. Yeah. Like the incubating period. Totally. And I remember, and and then I think I was reading articles as well, um, because I like, I don't know, you know I'm an article hoe. It's weird. Mm. Anyway, I remember reading about the members' like net worth and things that they had. Like, it was just like, and, and I remember reading about how Yoongi was the first member to buy a house in in Seoul and like a really fucking bougie house obviously and it just surprised me um I was probably like a week or two in at this point and he just didn't seem flashy in any way to me (laughs) and it's it's so interesting because now that I know what I know about his past it makes perfect sense that the man grinded his ass off and then was able to the you know big house big cars big rings like was able to buy himself that and did as soon as he could he's also i think the at i at that point i believe he was the member with the highest net worth which makes sense with all the external stuff that he does outside of bangtan um but i was surprised at that but then you realize that like i i didn't know that he was a producer on so many tracks i didn't know at that time that like how many of the things that he had written i didn't know about his external projects i didn't know about you didn't know about that he's you didn't know about flashy housewife yoongi with his i did not know about that (laughs) and like i just think that like you know there is a little bit of that like stereotypical rapper lifestyle for him that like i think maybe he was 
maybe he was fed like fed himself i mean like as an aspiring amateur rapper that i do think there is some of that right like this is the man who like wears the chains that he does and like you know what i mean like there is that this is the man who had the like diamond sugar rings like massive you know so fucking hot so i i get it now but i remember that being such a shock to me at the time um but it it's not anymore obviously because i you know he's he's fucking badass so it's just it's just funny um and then i remember uh, when when on kinetic manifesto came out and that was like our go-to for like showing new people new people like Mm. that could potentially be army like I don't I feel like it was kind of universal a little bit where you're like, well, watch this. Like, have you seen this? Like right. to show, share BTS with people. I remember showing that to my best friend. And when he popped up on screen with the gray hair and the earrings, mm. she was like, she like gasped and she was like, he's stunning. <laughs> and it's true. Like he's Angel obviously face. he's stunning. They're all stunning. But I think that that's what reminded me of of it is you saying angel face he does have that angel face he's got a very gentle but striking features like he's just yeah he does and and i think um you said something you the more you learn about him like again thinking he's this quiet grumpy cat right which like he can be if he wants to but he just he works so hard and he's so sure of himself in a way that i just wish i could also be i'm like yeah please help he's really can you call me and help me i get it why you why fucking jimin is like yeah i go to yunki for advice because it's Mm -hmm. like he probably is so good at giving advice because he's gone through so much stuff and he's done so much trial and error this is all making me so happy just talking about all the things um i would love to talk a little bit about outside of your first opinion of Yungi, obviously then you know we're army we've been army for years we Mm. really get a sense of the man um and what he's shared with us we're very aware of that like we know the things that Yungi has shared with us via lyrics or you know interviews all that and what he's kept private he's kept private but the person that he's shown us outwardly um i want to talk a little bit about Yungi's role for bts like not not the men, like not the humans, but like BTS as the band, as the global, yeah. you know, outward facing band. Do you have any thoughts on that? Like, and what, what he, what's his role there? I mean, I, as, as like a unit, as a team, mm. and I don't know if this is the answer you're looking for, but I wrote down a couple things. Sure. Um, he represents for me at, it within the group there is a level of counterculture that I find really fascinating that like he kind of brings into the group is like a lot of K-pop idols are very refined, very um, they, 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 they go out with a specific image and um, Yoongi brought like, because of his past, because of who he is and because he wants to speak as he wants to. And from the very beginning, he's always been very open in his lyrics. He like brings in some of that counterculture. Mm. And I think his experiences help to shape the group and to be able to be more open and like talking about those things. I really love that. And I love how he sees the world. Yeah. And I love the way he sees the world in a unique way. And that also brings, um, 
a specific thing that to the group that's maybe different than each of them see the world in a certain way and the way he does i like how his perception he's able to like bring into the group as they're writing and performing and choosing themes and choosing concepts um and it's so interesting too is like and and i feel like his role in bts has evolved from the beginning to it is now in some ways it's been the same in in one and some of those ways too but right. i think in the beginning this is a christian perception this is a pit perception yeah. um he had more of a the word darkness is not the word maybe more realist he was maybe a little bit more mm. of a realist and maybe namjoon was a little more of a romantic mm. in terms of how they viewed the world and so it brought a really good juxtaposition and a really good like mm-hmm. kind of there's per- that again with that perspective of like how they see the world and so it allows him to like stand alone as a member who like has his own opinions has his own feelings it's very he's an individual and so i really like that aspect of him in as a member of the seven member group. yeah i love those points i think it's i think you're so spot on where i feel like his music knowledge is something that they all look up to including june yes and and he really is a producer and he has produced multiple tracks right. for them before and he was even in bts like he... before he was in bts and it it it's in it's in what he does like he loves it it's he is he is a star like and and to your point on that is that like because of that experience he has been able to create relationships and things like with other producers in the group thereby mm-hmm. allowing him to bring some of that to the group with him of the relationships yeah. or projects he's worked on and the connections he's made because of his own unique set of skills Totally. He kind of, this is like, I hope people understand what I mean by this. And I think it was kind of maybe similar to your first point, but in my opinion, he like gives them street cred kind of (laughs) like, because he really, he's done the work. Like he's done the work. He has the knowledge. People know him. People like respect him. Of course, other members, all the other members are respected. That's not what I mean. But like, Right. He really They're, has done the it's work. It's kind of it's kind of the same with June as well. It's why they the two of them go hand in hand so much right. in terms of like in terms of music production and writing. Like June himself will say he's not a producer in the no. way that Yoongi is. Yeah. He has said that. But um with songwritings and songwriting and things like that, like that's mm-hmm. he is him and June both put in a lot of that work. And I think that I like what you're saying. It's like because of the work and the experience that Yoongi had before coming into BTS, he comes in with this. And I I wanted to say this, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, I, ta- I don't know if I did talk to you about this. I don't know if I have. Um, I saw this TikTok of someone explaining this, and I've heard people say this before, but this is kind of all in the same um, – mm-hmm. That, like, people always give, you know, non, like, Western fans of music look at K-pop in general with a Western lens, right? We, especially in the U.S., since I'm from here, we'll talk about that. We are 
kind of snobby about how we we are with our artists do you write your music do you not blah 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 we care so much do you play your own instruments are you a good singer we care a lot about that mm. um i don't know why we've we just are that way versus mm-hmm. like k-pop it's a lot more per, there's a team behind the scenes as well as in front um the idols are the ones who perform but a lot of the time in k-pop they weren't always writing their own music they were always writing and like choreographing choosing their choreography right. they just were like part of it and so the western lens is very much like oh well you that's not good that's a machine that's not quality or whatever and i think that's bullshit but somebody made a comparison where it's like well look at musical theater you're familiar mm. um <laughs> musical theater <laughs> You, you're doing a show. You didn't write the show. You didn't write the lyrics. You didn't do the choreography, but you're performing it and you're still respected because nah, you enjoy what you're that. doing. Mm-hmm. You enjoy what you're doing. You're on stage doing it. You're interacting with the fans you're and you're having a good time. Mm-hmm. You're talented. And I think there's this level of disrespect people give towards K-pop where it's like, you don't know, you're not a true artist, which I think that's stupid. But I heard the like comparison in that way to theater. It's like, well, I would never look at like, you know, Patty Labone is like this, like, right. Totally. Oh, she's awful. It's like, I'm never like, it's just like Sondheim wrote the lyrics and these people sing it. Like I would never yeah. look at theater the way. And I think K-pop is a lot like the way, like they just produce music differently. And yeah. that's different in the way that the West does it. That being said, that mm-hmm. is all very true. I find it very fascinating, as you said a second ago, just like because it brings him the street cred, this, but his passion for that way to create music has helped them. I also think his role is helping them to expand in the West. And I, and I think that it's interesting because that might be reaching, 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 but I, that's my, no, listen, I, I think it makes sense. You're totally and he that's my was, rant <laughs> he was you know producing and he was trying to be a rapper and that you know he got a lot of hate from previous him and june got a lot of hate from previous underground friends in the underground rap scene or enemies in the underground rap scene that were part of these groups that they were in that scene with when they became when they signed with big hit when they debuted you see it a lot in their music you see it and you hear about it in their ciphers you hear about it in a song like idol like it it is they've had to deal with that and actually early on you know in august d in his debut album he talks a lot about how like i don't know if at the time this was just him being like fuck you all or if he really was at peace with it, I do feel like they are totally at peace with it now. But I think that was hard for them to, because they were writing their own music. They were writing their own lyrics. Yungi was producing these tracks. So, but but because he was an idol in a boy group, he wasn't getting the respect from the rap scene as if he had been like a struggling rapping, you know, struggling rapper. Right. It's that same bullshit that I fucking hate where people like think that if something's mainstream, it's not good. <laughs> like, yeah. like it has to be underground. It has we to be. We are so snobby. The, like we really so are annoying. in the U.S. Yeah. It's or like even either, if, a, it's even like- within army, like I love, obviously I love army. But within ARMY, I feel like we get weird when a song is super popular and it's like, are you okay? Like, why does your favorite track have to be 
see like you know what i mean like really she's a a great song it's a bop (laughs) it's a bop but you're telling me that you're you're literally just saying that so that people know that you know that there was a hidden track that's that's pick me behavior but it is pick me behavior but anyway anyway (laughs) i digress i digress i'm just saying like he he was doing it and the way that he produces and writes for bts is in the same style that he would have if he was an independent rapper right and it didn't change for him he just dances no, and now that's <laughs> why yeah 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 and that's why um i find his role in bts so great and we've talked yeah. about this before and this has been this this specific question has been like dissected over time by many yeah. many people yeah. even people smarter than us we're just bringing our perspective to it but i think he is so fascinating yeah because of his because of his unique experiences it allows him mm-hmm. to help with the success of bts totally he's a he's a crucial part and it's amazing so we've talked okay. a little bit about the we've talked a lot a bit about his role in bts <laughs> but i'd love to know your take on Yungi's individual relationships with mm. each of the members because I think it's so sweet when we, you know, when yeah. we pair them up together. So we can be. I wrote just quick little, yeah, yeah quick I'll little do snippet. I just some quick little notes. So obviously, Yungi and Namjoon's June, yeah, Nam is going to be. Um, I mean, I wrote down thirteen years. <laughs> it's a fucking is a slam poetry like God. <laughs> Fucking I'm about haiku. to read you. I was gonna say, I'm about to read you haiku. God no, 13 years, and they really carried. We just talked about this. I was like, they really carried so much of the group in the beginning. Yeah. But the other thing that's so interesting, like I said, they bring so many different perspectives. I love their relationship within the group. I loved watching them on Such a Talk both times they were on because they were right. such fascinating minds. You're looking at two artists who are so good in their niche talking about like they you think about like what's the laundry fight there's always like these things that like they were all kids they were literally kids that grew up in their 20s together and now they're in their 30s and like i just find their um relationship think of sorry go ahead ahead. no i was just gonna last thing is like yeah again with the counterculture and just because bts one of the things that made them so big in the beginning was their willingness to speak on issues, social mm-hmm. issues. Mm-hmm. And again, one of the songs by them, not just respect, we love respect, make sure to stream respect, but also strange, mm-hmm. strange. was them speaking on social issues. Yes, and I was. just find um, they're, they both have this fire within them to like yeah. want to see a change in the world and want yeah. to be part of it. And I just think that they're really fascinating. They're really like so opposite, but so cool. I was going to say that, that they are, they're really different. And I think that the biggest thing between Yoongi and Namjoon, no pun intended here, but truly is the respect that they have for each other as artists. Virgo and Pisces. Yoongi came in as the second member of this group. Namjoon was in it and he's older. Yoongi's older than Namjoon, which we know in Korean culture means a lot. But Namjoon is made the leader of the group. And with that, he's the of course the right person for that, right? And I and I feel like Yungi knows that in the same way that Jin does. And so they are they are he has a different level of respect despite being younger, right? Right. 
and Hobie. Hobie's Hobie's older too. I just mean um, that it it was it's interesting to me to see their dynamic because I feel like the reason why it works so well is because there is such a mutual wholehearted respect for the other person's capabilities and artistry and talent and the way that Namjoon yep. talks about Yoongi and his producing skills and all of that and what he brings to the table and the way that Yoongi talks about Namjoon as a leader, as a lyricist, as all of that, you can see like yeah. that the, what they have is special. And I feel like it's brothers, but also like, like, you know, you know, like two bros that like open a restaurant together. It's like business partner. <laughs> You know what I mean? <laughs> Do you know what I was gonna say? What? I was like, tell me. Well, you're like business partners, which I agree. Like they are both like because they're they bring so much together. I wrote down enemies to lovers, but that's not what I mean. But I like. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> it's like it's your head cannon. No, but I just, <laughs> no, 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 no. I don't mean like lovers in the sense of like lovers, but I mean it's like this. They they were. It was rough around the edges in the beginning, and now it's like they're much their relationship is such a good bond. Like they are just yeah. so special. Like they, and, and everyone in the group respects them for it. And I still love, you know, that like when you, I don't like, if you read the book, they talk about like, you know, they're the two that are like, and even Hobie too, they're like, you have to listen to these songs. You have to understand this. You have to like, these are the hip, you got to know hip hop. You got to understand. <laughs> like they're very much like want, they wanted to teach. They were so passionate about this thing that they both loved and shared in music. And so that passion has carried them in their friendship. And so I just think that they're really cool. They're just cool. They are super cool. Okay, Yungi okay. and Jin. Um, I just think we've talked about this before. He is um, the Oh, Jin is the only one that's older mm-hmm. than Yoongi yep. and they're only months apart like Jin yeah. is barely like two months. a couple months yeah three two months. or three months older than him so they're still very close in age they're very close to each other he I love their dynamic because Yoongi can overthink and has admitted sometimes he can overthink things Jin is so different and yeah. it's just like man I'm just vibes it's all vibes over here yeah and so like he we see that a great great example and many people pointed out is that mo- that scene in the soup when the first season in the soup where the where Yoongi's going through some stuff and Jin is just very straightforward and it gives him really good advice and it allows him to kind of like you know, work through his helps Simmer him work through his stuff. Bit. Yeah. And they have just a really good, I think like ebb and flow and like they, they say soulmates that they could like go they could fish together, they go on vacation together. They're just like really chill together. They don't need to talk to be best best friends. They're just like family. Yeah. It's sweet. I do I think that Yungi acts different with him and it's because mm. he is his only young. And even the way that he says Hyungi, like just like it's like the sweetest thing to like see the affection that Yungi has for him. And I think it's like, he's able to be a little bit like, I don't know, a little bit baby with, with Jin and Jin is such a good counterpart to Yungi and exactly and, what you said with like, just living life, you know? And Jin and Yungi are both the youngest 
in their families, I believe, that they each yeah. have an older sibling. So, like, they're both the oldest, but both the youngest in their families. So yeah, it's like and a it's really interesting. Dynamic. It's, it is. It's interesting. I think that they're so sweet together. I love how much time they seemingly spend um, outside of rehearsal with each other and outside of work, I mean, with each other. It's just really yeah. sweet. Okay. Um, okay. So, Yungi and Hobie. Hobie is like the friend that, like, he's the fun, optimistic, down to earth friend that, like, mm-hmm. brings the personality out of totally. him in like a different way. Like, I mean, like, okay, Otsukare, like the fact that they did that together, that's like no one on else on earth would Yungi do that with except yeah. for Hobie. <laughs> like, he's not getting up singing that song with Namjoon. Are you kidding? <laughs> I agree. I think think that he's at his goofiest, his silliest, his funniest with Hobie. He brings out like the silly, funny side in him. And I just really like that's how I feel about the relationship. And they, again, very, we have talked a lot about Namjoon and Yoongi, but like Hobie was there too very early on. And like they have such a good friendship as well. Yeah. It's it's really sweet. I think that they, they of course have such a great friendship. They of course are soap. They are iconic. The amount of lives that they used to do together after concerts all the time. I mean, there is they used to just put out a lot of content together, but that's really stemmed from them hanging out a lot together. And I do think that Yungi is at his silliest, his funniest, uh, like his most lighthearted with Hobie. I just saw this the other day on Twitter and it's from... I want to say either Young Forever or it's some that era, like 2015, 2016. And it's mm-hmm. BTS on a cliffside. And they're all running on a cliffside, like in a line. And there's two members holding hands, one from the front, one from the back in the line. And it's Hobie and Yoongi. And like that just to me, like wraps up their friendship. That's like so they're cute. just. Or like the really boy cute. with love dance move where they point at each other and like. The, uh, the, the, they point at each other just, it's like he brings so out cute. that silliness yeah he's like yeah. the extrovert to the introvert like every extrovert introvert pairing like that's the pairing right there that's your like totally pair. okay okay um so next up yoongi and jimin what do you have for mm. them i wonder if it's I gonna be the down... same thing i'm gonna say I, di- I wrote down a dynamic I'm familiar with <laughs> because I'm the like silly, easily reacting person. And Yoongi's like a lot of my friends or a lot of people I know where they like to push my buttons and get me to react because I will. And Jimin is very much that person. But it's like all in fun. It's all just to be silly and like it's fun. And um, they I have. Go ahead. That's so funny because I. I guess I guess I view Jimin very differently in this dynamic. <laughs> I think so he's, you think he's the one pushing his. I buttons? think that they are both Slytherin, and I I yeah I totally uh, like identify with that as well. And like I think that they are, I think that Jimin is ten thousand percent pushing his buttons back and is not like oh silly, goofy. hundred percent like. He they just like their bickering is hilarious to me because they are they're very different, but they're both Slytherin. 
if you for those of you who have watched today's episode of Sushwata with Taemin, Jimin pops in in like the second half and Yugi and Jimin are just the same old just being silly the whole time and it's just really funny to watch. It's yeah. just like that is their dynamic. They like to mess with each other. Uh people call them Tom and Jerry type of energy yeah. where it's like they like to mess with each like other. They with like other. to bicker and they also like how Jimin has spoken a lot about how much respect he has for Yungi, obviously, and yeah. vice versa. And just they clearly love each other a lot, that. but they're very, they're very sibling coded in oh, my opinion. Yeah. yeah. They're very sibling coded. That's a perfect way to say it. He um he said that even in his fan meet that he did today, he like talks to him a lot. Like he's always they're just very good. They're like, very, to me, they're very sibling coded. Yeah. I love their friendship. It's so sweet. And like, they like to just fuck with each other. Yeah. Yeah. In like a fun, playful way. I think it's fun to like mess with someone that you know their feelings aren't going to get hurt. And you yes. don't have to like be careful. Like they are just, they just do, they just are, are who they are. And it's like, so Yungi's just very, he just seems like one of those people that's just like, his feelings don't get hurt that easy by the people that love him and he loves. Yeah. Like, he I knows it's, that it's all in good it's fun. It's sweet too because we know that Jimin has gone to Yungi a lot for like, write songwriting. He wants to learn from him. He want, wants to write songs with Yungi. He's asked Yungi for tracks before. Like, I think that that dynamic is really cool to see as well because yes they mess around and they're like you know they fuck with each other but they also like there's just like so much respect there as well can can we also just say about this of like yungi's relationship with all the members like case in point he had june chungkook and Jimin perform at his personal concert yeah. because he wanted to give them yep. a stage to perform their songs. He didn't, no one at Hive forced him to do no. that. He specifically wanted that. Totally. And I think that that is just a good example of like the kind of relationship he right. has with them. Like he does care about them and wants everyone to be successful. And he's going to use his, his influence if he can to yeah. help you. Because he knows they work really hard. Oh, I got or how he them. like okay. wanted them all to be in the Dechita music video and he's just he just loves his he loves, he loves his members he does yeah and i love him <laughs> i love yeah. him too um okay what about yungi and tay what did you write down for that they're also two members to me that are like very similar yet very opposite okay like they have a very like interesting relationship but to me in the brotherly relationship like tay is baby yeah like do you know what i mean mm. like he he will put he will take on this older brother role he's not going to be like doing the tom and jerry bullshit with tay like he would with jimin right but like they have like everyone remembers the the episode of run bts where he was like i don't want to okay i'll fucking do it he puts him on his back you know and then when he came on such with Tom, he's like let's do it again you know <laughs> can i just say like that episode of run bts is so iconic for me because of the when he's on his back and they like they like photoshopped a giraffe splaying on top of them <laughs> and i lost my shit it was so funny but yeah he oh i think God. tay like can do whatever the fuck he wants and you, you'll be like ah, yeah. okay, okay okay yeah yeah, yeah. Like same with same him. with jk i know which brings us to jungkook 
who like which i literally wrote yeah. that's his baby yeah <laughs> that's his baby and jungkook like, has been sh- quoted saying like i know that yoongi young will not say no to me ever or be mad yep. at me ever and it's true <laughs> like, like it's true and like you see that like that video of the like game caters where he's just like hitting him in the, with the hammer over and over on the head i'm like jesus christ yeah. i would <laughs> i would not survive that yeah but i also wrote you know like I know that Yoongi plays the like older brother. Oh, you've grown. I can't believe you're so big. But like, really think about it. When you look at baby JK, like when he pre-debut debut, debut, he was a baby. He was a child. And so like, you think about that. Do you, are you the youngest or you have, you're the youngest, youngest. right? But you have nephews and, you know, you have that, like you watch them grow up. Yeah. Like, even though he's like maybe what, four years older they're still like my little sister and i are four years apart no there's and so i th- yeah four years yeah you're right mm-hmm. four yeah mm-hmm. sorry i was like wait am i wrong no no um so, yeah there me and my sister are four years apart and like we're we're tight we're such good friends but like i still think about like oh my god she well, grew up also like, think about grow. like think about yoongi at that time and it's not like they were like four years apart in like being 24 and 28 (laughs) like they were he was in such a different place in his life Ah. and in the grind and like jungkook starting high school he's starting college there comes like like, big doe-eyed jungkook like doesn't know shit whereas like yoongi had really gone through stuff i think that yoongi has been quoted multiple times saying i raised jungkook we raised jungkook like we raised him up all of that because it's true like and they i do think that he ha- the has a sense of pride as like a true i think of any of the members since yugi i don't believe has any younger brothers that we know of that's Mm-mm. truly i truly think he sees jungkook as someone that he raised and is a younger brother well and it's so funny because in today's episode of Such a Tall when he's talking to Taman and in the episode where he's talking to JK, JK said it to himself. He's like, I feel like I picked up, I was raised by you guys. I picked up bits and pieces mm. of all of you. Mm-hmm. And Yoongi perpetuates that as well. He talked about that today. He talked about the four. Like he's like, you JK is because he was asking Taman who's the youngest in his group, mm-hmm. you know, Shiny. And so they're talking about that. And it's like and and also in every episode of Such a Tall, it's like it's an opportunity to talk about jk like i feel like every episode of yoongi likes to bring him up because i just think their relationship is so special yeah. like i think he's that, proud like, of really, him he really yeah i think he really had like a and again to talk about like opportunity he loves to give the members opportunity you look at you know he always has jk do the demo yeah. tracks and stuff like he he you look at how he was with jake with jimin like there's a moment in the car where jimin's like sitting there oh sorry my alarm um when jimin is sitting in the car and yoongi or jimin not jimin yoongi tells jimin he like really likes his voice and he'll talk about that like he, yeah he will praise his members he praises them he sees their good like he sees the good things about them and will tell them how great that is and yeah. imagine someone who is as like who is like ta- as talented as yoongi totally. like giving you a compliment like i'd be like fuck yes thank you I've and made he's, a, it. he's a pisces he loves his people he like I know Kristen's like, whatever. And I'm just like, he's my little Pisces baby. I don't really know what that means, but I trust you. Um, I love it. I love talking about the dynamic of him and his members. I think that it's, it's so sweet and it's really so crucial to what makes BTS BTS. Um, 
I want to switch gears a little bit if we can. I want to talk a little bit about now this chapter two version of Jungian. It's not like there are two different mm-hmm. versions, but I it is funny now that we are over a year um out from chapter two we just had actually the year anniversary to the astronaut um happen and we we really didn't know what to expect in this chapter two era i'd love to know like Mm. was sorry the dogs are barking was the was yungi's actions and like projects and all of that is that what you expected of him like what are your thoughts on chapter two yungi and has it been a like what has it been in comparison to what you thought i truly don't know what i expected with chapter two i will say like i was like oh we're all gonna get solo work but he's done a lot of work and a lot of different things um and i think more than anything guys we we already know sometimes you're gonna hear ambiance of the dogs barking yeah the dogs are going (laughs) really hard i'm so sorry um but one thing i will say in terms of him, you hear Phoebe like, oh my God. Quiet. Um, one of the things that he himself has said mm. in this chapter two version of him is he seems so much more uh, confident and less angry, more at peace. Yeah. And that's been like a really cool, you know, aspect of him to see, see um, as well as his like, so they have said before when they were talking about this at the dinner, the like lovely dinner that brought us all to tears. Mm. He, they've talked about them all individually wanting to do different things, but sometimes it just hasn't worked. Like because if it's not good for the group, we're not going to do it. Yeah. And I think this chapter two, specifically for Yunki, we see him doing all this basketball shit, and so it's like that's been really cool yeah. to see. Yeah. Of like this was something that was interesting for him, so I didn't expect that stuff that specific thing Mm. is maybe what i wasn't seeing so in terms of music and in terms of all that it seems very that seems the path he wanted to be on Mm -hmm. but like seeing the kind of projects outside of his music that he's partnered with is really cool yeah that's that's a good point i think like i also don't know what i expected i think that of any member maybe out other than namjoon of any member we could have really guessed that this man was going to release music because he says it more than anyone like that he does not take breaks from it music is his life he creates constantly on that in that you know 2019 vacation that i mentioned when they took a month off he was like he didn't travel he just went home saw his parents a bit whatever and kept making music like that is his that's his thing that's what he does so we knew i mean i could have dreamed that he would do an album i'm i'm you know i love that he did um and i think that he was someone that always kind of did outside projects like namjoon um so it was it's interesting to see i think the most unexpected thing for me is and I'm, I'll get a little bit, I get a little bit emotional when I think about this, but mm. the most unexpected and the thing that I'm most grateful for is how much he's let us in on his struggles, but, but on the other side of them, 
he's like we've said his lyrics have always been autobiographical but often we don't know like where are you with this right now like you know when he when he releases things like the last or or Han Sul or Dear My Friend or you know he can be talking about things in the past but without clear resolution and he gave mm. us I think that as uh how do I say this as someone who has witnessed deep struggles within people who have been very close to me I am so grateful that he he seems so happy he seems so healed um Mm. he seems really open and he gave us like that amygdala door opening at the end of d-day tour or just all of the things that he showed us with the amygdala music video that's a level of vulnerability that even for him who's always been so open i was not expecting and i'm so proud of him and so grateful for because he did not have to fucking tell us any of that dude he did not have to tell us anything like you think about the things that you share publicly and how like that's out there for everyone to interpret forever yeah and he was just like hey here's like really really fucking personal things for me and I'm going to share with you that and even more in a music video form and I'm going to talk about it in here but I think because it was coming from a lens of like there was no person could look at him and not see how content he he is and happy right. and like and I feel like we've seen some of the opposite in the past with him and some struggles and so I, I think that was an unexpected huge gift that he gave us in chapter two that I didn't realize that I needed or like wanted like I don't know it's just it's cool it's cool to see someone who you love thrive if that makes sense I went on a bit of a tangent there but no I I (laughs) co-sign (laughs) co-sign yeah it's cool he's really cool Jesus okay um Anyway, we've talked about like our thoughts on him, him and the members, what we think. Something that's really cool about Yungi is that maybe more than most members, all the other members, I don't know, probably a tie with Namjoon. When you talk about projects outside of BTS, there is a lot to talk about, which I think is really cool. So, right. Um, so. I'm going to give a little bit of an intro here and then you might not have thought that you were going to get your favorite segment, but you will in this, in this episode. <laughs> so when a mini, 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 mini one, when I was putting together this run of show, I messaged Pip and I was like, you know what? I do think that we could use a little mini numbers with Pip sesh here because Yungi, um, has quite a lot of solo projects. He releases um, work under Suga. He releases work under August D, which we'll talk about. There's Prod Suga. There's featuring Suga of BTS. There is a lot of Min Yoongi to talk about. So um, we're going to talk about all of those like different solo projects. But Pip, I thought it would be cool if you could hit us with a couple of numbers, if you would. Yes, I thought I would 
I thought I'd give you just like a number for each album, main album yeah. or mixtape. Great. So we'll just jump in really quick. And these are going to be specific to the U.S. Yeah. Um, and it's just like a fun little thing about a fact about the album charting. So right. August D, his first mixtape. They had a re-release in 2018 for that one, and that one debuted uh, at number 74 on the U.S. Billboard Top Album Sales Chart. Mm-hmm. Cute to see that. And 2018 was a, was right around the time that they were starting to go like west, like yes. global, more global, yes, more global. Um, D two. Um, here's some quick Billboard numbers in the U.S. It debuted or peaked at, I believe, Billboard. Uh, D2 at Billboard 200. That's the album chart at number 11. Number one for the world album chart. Number one for the independent album chart. And top rap album at number nine. And then for D-Day, which we just got this year, August D became the second Korean solo artist on Honteo chart history, which is a Korean chart, after Jimin to surpass one million first day sales. So he surpassed Jimin's first day sales for over a million. And then I think since then, Layover has surpassed that. But like, these boys are selling yeah. albums. Um, and in the U.S. specifically, D-Day debuted at number two on Billboard 200. Um, and that was, it was Yoongi's first top 10 album in the U.S. Amazing. So, we love that. He <sighs> was incredible. He is incredible. That's a very, very mini numbers with Pip, but I thought that'd be a great way to say, help us segue into this. No, it's great. I love it. Thank you. Thank you for putting that together. Um it's so fun to talk about this aspect. There aren't a lot of artists that do shit like this. Like, I feel like it would be like, I don't know. I can't really think of like, maybe like childish Gambino and how there's like different names associated, but, but, um, Yoongi, as probably most of you know, um, also releases name, uh, music under another name. And that is August D. So on August 16th, 2016, the world was introduced to August D in the form of a mixtape on SoundCloud and a music video drop. An angry platinum blonde Min Yoongi appeared with something to say and something to prove and thus began the trilogy of August D albums. So the name August D is actually DT Sugar backwards. DT is short for D-Town, short for Daegu Town, which is like you know, where, where Yungi mm. was born and raised. He's very proud of Daegu. And it actually reminds me that Daegu was supposed to be the Festa 2020 city. Uh, I know. Anyway, it's interesting. So these mixtapes became another way for Yungi to express himself that was separate from BTS. He talks about this in interviews where he, like, I feel like when Yoongi has talked about the music that he produces, he knows kind of the tracks that he wants to like submit for BTS. I feel like he knows the tracks that might be for other artists. And then there's other stuff that he thinks like would be good for himself, perhaps just like under another name. So I don't know how long, none of us know how long August D was in the works, but it's so cool because we've gotten these two mixtapes and one full studio album that has really just shared so much more about Yoongi than we know about a lot of the other members. So it's super cool. So he's given us three mixtapes like Pip was talking about. So August D um, the self-titled self-titled debut mixtape was released on August 16th, 2016. We got two music videos from that. Um, 
for the track August D and the track Give It To Me. And can I just say it was absolutely bananas seeing him perform those I, on tour. I, <laughs> like bananas. August D is one of my favorites on that album. Yeah, it's just it's just so cool. It's so cool. Um, singing along to that was so fun. Anyway, continue. It was. I never knew I'd love shouting STD so much. <laughs> okay and then on may 16th in 2020 um we got the blurriest of photos and everyone thought it was maybe like jun jungkook one studio album um but no it was a d7 countdown that was that led to the drop of d2 where Mm -hmm. um where we that we got on may 22nd of 2020 um and we had uh, high and tight, like shaved sides head, Woo! black hair, Yungi confronting that undercut, confronting blonde Yungi, and we got the Detrata music video, which was completely iconic, and really like broke a ton of records and like, and it was right at the beginning of when quarantine started, so everyone was just like, yeah, like what the fuck, yeah. gobsmacked, so cool, yeah, um. And actually, Detroit was not even supposed to be on that album at all. He added it later. Crazy. It's a, it's a good song. It, it is a very good song. And then, as I'm sure most of you know, we got D-Day on April 21st, 2023, which led <gasps> to a ton of things. It led to D-Day tour, where he got to perform multiple tracks from that. Actually, every track except for Polar Night, I think. Did he do Polar Night? There was one track that he didn't do, right? I don't think so. I think it was Polar Night. Yeah. And a bunch of tracks from D2, a bunch of tracks from August D, and a bunch of tracks from his BTS discography, which was Mm. absolutely apeshit bananas. He's the only member to have done a world tour selling out so many arenas. It was crazy. If you haven't listened to our... We have two different podcast episodes one about d-day tour and one about d-day a full album deep dive if you're interested in that go listen to those um because we talk a lot about all of this there but it's just cool because there's so much work there like they're and now they're all mostly on spotify before it was soundcloud so it it's just amazing to me that like this man has released this much music under the name Augustine. So much. We also have Prod Suga, um, Min PD Nim, that he releases a lot of music or he produces a lot of music um, for other big artists, um, mostly in Korea, but also he has produced music for Western artists. There's a lot, a long list of songs that he's produced. Um, and he also is featured on a lot of songs sometimes he does a feature produce like double whammy um but he's just out there a ton and then i think the other thing i would mention for solo projects is what pip was talking about earlier with sutrata um because that's really like become a thing like it is a fully produced show that he does with you know members and other members of the music industry and mm-hmm. i think leading up to that was cool fm cool fm um honey fm which was his radio show that he did for bts throughout the throughout you know after their debut and into the pandemic and i think that that really set the groundwork for 
Suchita. So it's just cool. He has a lot of solo projects like Pip has talked about. He's the, now he has this NBA campaign and stuff. He just like people really know, like I, when I get that fucking email from NBA.com and it says like sugar of BTS, like people know him. He's crazy. Um, so what better way to like really talk about all of the work that Yoongi has done if it isn't us fighting over favorites? <laughs> I texted Kristen today so mad. I texted Kristen today yeah. so mad. Okay, intro it before I tell the story. Continue. Well, we intro just what we're doing. we just like, you know, we love to talk about our fave stuff and really just like make it super hard for us and i was actually tortured by this and i'm the one who came up with it so but it's we're gonna do some uh favorite or top yungi things and um and i told Kristen, i said that is not fair mm -hmm. i think i should deserve i deserve xyz for whatever i said she goes no i said fine then you don't get a single honorable mention because if you're making me make choices i don't want to fucking hear she goes i won't i won't she goes i won't have an honorable mention did i write down some of the honorable mentions probably but i'm not gonna let us because you guys one of the questions she asked she's like top blank and i'm well, like hold like, on top august c track and i'm like can i just have like one per album she said no so listen it's gonna be okay it. it's gonna be okay everyone calm down it's gonna be fine let's <laughs> let's start off strong let's start off strong okay okay top solo bts track have we talked about this before i think we have like but didn't I, we i'm not we sure did, like top our... seven but i want to say before going into us per this question every time you ask me tomorrow morning is going to be that's a different right. answer that's i just exactly feel right. like no we're just that, gonna go off a, of no things, that's a great vibes. point there's a great point because it's all about the headspace that we were in when we picked this and quite literally every yeah. single thing that that man has ever done is my favorite thing in the world and the songs yeah. and things that i'm mentioning right now like are what i'm saying like right some now. of the answers some of the answers are specific to the headspace that's right <laughs> specific to that's the headspace right. on my list so we love for you to play along with us like write down your tops yes. let us know what your choices are too and yeah let's see how we do so this so is top, top solo bts track i wrote down seesaw okay great you don't need to explain, but I would if you want to say a few words. That was very difficult. I wrote I wrote shadow and crossed it out and wrote seesaw because it's the headspace. Because yeah. <laughs> I was really I was really missing because it's been six months since the concerts and I'm really missing them. Yeah, so that's a great one. I wrote first love, and I think it's because when um and I I crossed out intro most beautiful moment. I. I think what I was thinking about with first love, which it, it was the first time that he really like talked about, showed us a glimpse of like him talking about his past and his childhood. And I remember early on um, watching the wings tour wings, the final mm, God, I fucking love wings and, and watching his performance of that and being like, Holy shit. Like that man performs with, feeling and it's because yep. he really means everything that he's saying in that 
um, in that track. I would have loved to have seen it on D in the D-Day tour. My wish did not come true, but yeah, I wrote First Love. Subject to change. Um, which is so, yeah, because these were not the answers we gave last time. Probably not. <laughs> I, think we, I think we said most beautiful moments. Um, but again, this is a super off topic because I can't ever stay on topic. Um, Kristen and I have had like a conversation off and on where we say what's the sexiest instrument and she often says drums yeah. is one of the sexiest and mine is piano mm -hmm. and so it always fascinates me that piano is not her favorite I because know. I'm like but Min Yoongi like the, one of the I sexiest know. sexiest things a man could do <laughs> for me is play the piano so yeah, yeah. it's anyway. true I mean anything he does ever is the sexiest thing and I yeah. wanted to have an entire section on his hands in this um podcast but then I thought better of it and um that'll just stay for me um also I was in a shout out to the the Twitter DM group that I was in that was Yoongi eyebrow enthusiasts shout What's out to everyone there um okay uh so top August D track. And this, this is, is a where stupid you got question. Mad. It is stupid. It is stupid. <laughs> okay. You know what? The validation matters. I was I was <laughs> mad at every matters. single thing I was trying to choose. And again, it was headspace. This is this is a headspace one. Yeah. This is an absolute headspace one. My I also answer, love that I know that our answers are not going to be the same on any of this. Really. Not at all. No. Not no. at all. We're different girlies. Um, we're different girlies. Yeah. Um, my head. This is gonna make so much sense to Kristen. Why <laughs> this is my answer? Because of my headspace. I've just been this last couple months. I've just been really vibing to Yungi's life goes on because the gentleness right. that he is as a person has become. And that song at the end of the song being at the end of his last Augusty album of the trilogy mm -hmm. is just like so poignant to me. Mm -hmm. I could actually cry thinking about it. I can yeah. feel the emotions yeah. behind my eyes. Yeah. So I'll stop there. I was I'm not gonna give you my uh -uh. runner up, uh -uh. but I had them. So we have a million shut runners up. up. This was yeah. this I just went with like I could have gone with so many and I decided to go with people from D2. Um that is a special track. I've always thought that that album means a lot to me. I've yep. talked about that. I have a moonlight tattoo. Like I get it. Like it's, but there, that track is so special. And then to hear him talk about how special that track yeah. is, I didn't know. Like I knew that we all loved people, but you never know like what the, what the artist feels the most. And the fact that it's really touched him in the same way is cool. But so it was a stupid question because I yeah. could I could talk about every single fucking track. People's a good people. people's a good one. That brought me in Brit. That was like one of the songs that like brought us closer because we would sit there during we would sit and like dissect the lyrics of people together. And we were just like, so people is a very special song to me. Yeah. Um, anyways, that was really I have so many. I want to be like, and then also this, 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 but I can't yeah. say it. I'm holding back. I love it. I'm holding back because <laughs> I'm like, I got, so, I literally texted her like, I'm, you're stupid. I was like, yeah, this is stupid and I hate this game. <laughs> okay. Top, uh, prod sugar track. This is, 
this is so random. Mine's random, But too. I just was like, I just really, again, headspace. <laughs> I was like, fucking really love that, that. I knew like, you were going to say that. That is just such a fucking it vibe. Is. I have a runner-up, but I'm not going to tell you, you but can't. I have a runner-up. Um, I knew you were going to say that, that, that. Is, well, because I don't know, man. He when he came out, I know on that surprise, and he just like he looked so house. good. And he was doing the core. Oh my fucking god! Like, I watched and it's so the that, cool. that music videos so many times. I love that track. That live performance Any track where that it comes Yungi out tra- that Yungi does is you can't. He doesn't miss. What's yours? Mine is random, but mine is Eternal Sunshine by Epic High. I knew that's what you were going to choose. Yeah. I, I listened knew. to that song. I was like, song. she's going to go deep cut. I was like, no, she's going to choose deep cut I li- because she's not like other girls. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> I, li- I listened to that song a lot. That song yeah. is, that's I, I love Epic High. I listened to Eternal Sunshine a lot. It was that or the High song I thought you were going to choose. That's my runner. She's up. making a smile. <laughs> my runner up. <laughs> nope, you're not allowed to say. I know, but can I'm just saying. What my, can you guess what my runner up was? Um, God, I don't know. Wine. Sugar's interlude. Oh sure, yes, yes, yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, but that's yeah, yeah. I you're right. I was gonna be like that featuring yeah. No, it's a beautiful yep. song, and I can't believe we got to see that live. Bananas bananas okay okay um all right this is really hard again we're really fucking with each other yeah we are (laughs) favorite yungi live performance lol as though you could choose you want to um yeah uh yeah sorry i wrote down three so i was trying to be like maybe i'll just decide in the moment okay this is a deep cut Again, headspace. Mm-hmm. Because I was thinking about him. And um, it's the live performance at PTDLA when he sings the disease verse. And he's just like fucking rapping. And he mm-hmm. takes the deepest breath and just keeps going. Yeah. He is, it was just like, I mean, guys, again, I could I had like 700 options to choose from. So I just shot in the dark, pointed, threw a dart, and was like that one. Um, yeah. He... He, um, his just like his, his, I think for me, because I saw that live, it's like, he has such a dynamic way of rapping and in disease, I had to fit it in. Cause I haven't talked about her enough lately. So just right. disease for me, anytime I perform that, um, I do have a runner up, but it's, I nope. can't say it, but nope. I'm going to say it after yours because it's fun. It's a fun continue. I can't say it, but I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it. Um, I, again, like impossible question. Stupid question. Yeah. Fuck the person who wrote this question. Oh, wait, that's me. <laughs> I went with one that I had seen with my own corneas as well. Mm. And that is Moonlight because that was oh, yeah. really special to see live. Like I said, I have a Moonlight tattoo. The intro, like turning on D2 as an album, which I've listened to in order so many times and just having that opening like record scratch into like his cough and his mm-hmm, ad living mm-hmm, mm-hmm. is really cool, really special. And the fact that we got to see it live, the fact that he looked like he was having so much fun live, the fact that the whole Shebao thing became such a thing, like so that's, good. That's I, where it is for me. I, I like, for me, it's like, I, 
the reason I didn't choose anything from the tour is because I would have to choose all of it. Like the answer would just be like all of it. Cause that oh, whole no wrong set answers was, do you know what I'm saying? Like that whole set was like, like him playing the piano or the, like the last concert and how like meaningful that was. And like his, his emotions of it. It's like all that concert you get performing was I, anyways, my runner up just for funsies. Yes. Just for funsies. Just yes. cause I had to say it was, was the soap otsukare like i just had to say it that was just for funsies i just had to throw her in because we deserve to talk about silly funny yungi but like honestly this disease verse was just because i was thinking about that man and his ability to just like fuck it up on stage okay continue because i don't like this um next up is fave yungi performance or music video outfit Again, a stupid, ridiculous question. It was because there's. I wrote down so many, but I wrote down an answer. Do you have Do you have honorable mentions? I don't. I went with one. Oh wow, you're really you, smart. You told I me that like I wasn't. 10. You told me that I wasn't. I know, allowed. but I wrote down ten options in my oh, research, and then I was like, "Okay, I'll land on this one." <laughs> Do you want to hear Let's mine first? Talk- yes, please show me yours. Oh my god. <laughs> So I went with everyone knows I love debut like early like school trilogy Yoon. It's mm. it's just I just love. Um, I went with um, boy in love, maroon hair, the tie, love it. the van, like love it. Shut the fuck up! Like I can't. Right? It's so good. So I'm breaking my own rules. <laughs> I could you know what, Kristen? I could have said. I could have chosen. Jesus you guys can't see your face. But so annoyed. So done. Just fucking say it. I wow. could have said mic drop Yunki because like that's an iconic sure. look, you know. I could have said War of Hormone Yunki because the iconic. beret yeah. with the like iconic the outfit. I could have said not today with the red bomber, you know. Like I could have said any of the 21st century girl when he's got the hat and the or the am I wrong stages from that time. I could have said all, all of that, but I chose Christ. <laughs> one i saw with my own eyes and it's very important to me (laughs) i need a new co-host she's just like (laughs) feeling her oats way too much what did you choose pip i chose yungi in vegas Mm -hmm. when he wore his little yes conductor about this before yes i know but i just have to say it's so cute Right. I chose overalls Yuki with the beret, and that one's for Brit, who's Perfect. probably not even listening right now. She's doing something else. But she's um, in Korea. Yeah, next, next one. Um. Okay. Next up. What is next up? Favorite Yuki lyric. Ha <laughs> ha. LOL. I know. Again. Also what a LOL. bitch. <laughs> also an LOL. Bitch. This is one that I do have two answers for. And I'll allow it. Yeah, you will because of what I just went through. <laughs> and again, this is super headspacey because there's so much that you can choose from that's like he's given us every emotion ever. But I think what I love about Yungi and I what I texted you this a couple days ago where I was like, do you ever get sad thinking about how Yungi writes the most romantic lyrics? Mm. This man really like, yes, he has savage lyrics. Yes, he has like you know, in his feels lyrics, but this man knows how to write romance as well. And I think it is 
so sweet. So I have two examples of this and this was the headspace that I was in. The first what the first example that I'm going to give is um a song that's so special to me, Telepathy. Because it was when it came out, it just felt like we really needed it. He wrote it during the pandemic times when and he wrote it for Army. And these lyrics are just someone like a good friend just checking in on you. So it starts off in the days that feel the same. I'm the happy. I'm the happiest when I meet you in my everyday life. That is different every day. The person that is you is most special to me. And that's like the hook. And then he comes in with his verse saying, everything's all right, right? You're all healthy, right? For me these days, well, I feel like I'm floating up in the air. Thanks to all this time on my hands, I get to write a song like this. This is a song for you. Yeah, song. Yeah, song. And that, when I remember when B came out and I was first reading these lyrics, it just felt so special to have a song like this where it really felt like it was him checking up on ARMY. And that's what he said it was, um, mm. which is super sweet and so romantic. And then the second one that I'll talk about, which is famous, and I'm sure people will. I mean, they're all famous, but people talk about this a lot. Um, is sorry, I'm pulling it up. Um, is his verse in Boy With Love, of course. It's so romantic. Um, and I love it. And he says, since I got to know you, my life is filled with you and only you. A star that is called you that made every trivial thing non-trivial. From one to ten, everything is special. From your interests, the way you walk, the way you talk, and your trivial small habits. Which we know, like, a poem for small things is the Korean title for Boy With Love. It's just so, so sweet and kind. And I feel like there's a compassion there. There's, like, um what what word am i looking for he he really is like like acts of service is his thing like i just feel like he like yeah he recognizes these things and he you know i'm picturing like when in during in the soup when the members wanted to record that song and he like ran in the rain to go get his recording equipment like he will do things for you he sees you he notices you um and it's just it's lovely it's lovely so those are that's the lyrics i went with what about you pip (laughs) we gotta wrap this up what's going on jesus i'm laughing because i was like you gave such a beautiful and i had all these beautiful options just go with what feels right Um, Well, obviously, because I talked about Life Goes On, the lyrics in Life Goes On are just really special to me. I don't, I just go read all of them in his version of Life Goes On. I love, um, but specifically, there's a line that he says, I've seen a couple different translations Mm -hmm. uh, from Answer Love Myself, which is like the wide growth ring in your life. This is also a part of you that is also you. So let's forgive yourself now. Dual set specifically says the wide grow growth ring in your life that is also a part of you this is also you so let's forgive yourself now our life is too long to be given up trust me in the maze Mm. so it's like i'm in this phase in my life where i'm just like very much like struggling to see some of the like goodness in the day that sounds really dark but there's just a lot going on in the world there's a lot going on in my life and it's just like sometimes i'm like it's a good reminder to be like and it's also 
harkens unto June's line from this too, just like the constellations mm-hmm. of your life make up or the constellations, the scars are make up the constellation of your life essentially. But, um, but I just think that he's so, like you said, romantic, but in a way of just like gentle, yeah, just like be gentle with yourself, you mm-hmm. know? Um, yeah. and I also couldn't, I also couldn't, I couldn't let the, the, the Yungi lyric go by without mentioning his verse in Converse High. <laughs> go on. When he says, anyway, don't wear Converse when you meet me more than anything. It's hard to take them off. So anyways. Yeah. There next. you go. That's all she wrote. That's all she fucking you gotta, wrote. You can't not mention Converse And you know what? Like, I don't me, like Converse. To me, that's fucking romantic. All right. Tell me exactly. how you want me. That is romantic. Uh, <laughs> okay. okay, switching right, gears a little one, bit. It shouldn't be that difficult. No. What? Yeah. It's it's hard though. I feel like my I my mean, hard. my my answer is gonna annoy you. Okay, top Yungi hair color, everyone. I think we said mine hasn't really changed much What's since yours? the last time per se. I mean the thing about it was, uh, oh, mine's um, Platinum Augusty. Yeah. Like, I really love the Platinum Augusty. That hasn't really changed. Although, in terms of just hairstyle, that, like, wavyish kind of dark hair that he had maybe, like, a year ago when, on his, like, Instagram where he had that long, he had, the, like, the longer kind of layered wavy dark hair was really into that. Mm. So... Um, similar, I picked the, uh, like run BTS era, long black hair where he was tying yeah, it back that, a little bit. That hair, that hair. That is what We're I on picked. the same page there. That That's is what it. I picked. And I know um, I could have, I know there is a ton of honorable mentions there, but I just think like that yeah. really suited well, I him. had, yeah, there's so many. I'm someone, to, oh, someone at home right now is yelling at us. Mint Yugi. I know. We know Mint Yugi. We know Silver. We know. We know. Pink. We, we know, know Orange. We, we know, know Ginger Yugi. We know them. We know. Yeah. Fire. Come on. From PTD. Like, that's hard to beat. Uh, yeah. It's. Yeah, anyway. Come on. Okay. okay. Favorite soft Yugi moment. I just chose one because I was you like. You have to I just won't. choose one. Yep. Um. When he made tuna and crackers for Hobie mm. and Jimin and in the soup too. Oh my god, that was when so he just—that's just again acts, acts of service. Of service. He was like, yeah, he's like, I want to do something nice for them. It's so cute. It's so sweet. Um, mine is random and it's really stuck with me. It's really old, and this was when they were on like the documentary in in Korea, going and helping in underprivileged communities. They helped with kids. They like took food, all of that. They took um, they took a food, a care package to this old woman who oh. Halmoni, who saw Yungi and and started crying because he she said that he looked like her grandson, I believe. And Yungi Aww. just kind of takes a pause and then he walks up to her and gives her a hug. And tells her everything's gonna be okay, and just st- stays with her. And all the, you know, there's a couple of other members there with him that just kind of hang back and let the moment happen. But it's so sweet and tender, so sweet. and it is. It's He's just tender. And, and he, he that was very early on. You know, that's different than being like a grown ass adult and being like, oh, let me like comfort this person. Um, but it was, it's very sweet, and that stuck with me. Yeah. 
Okay, to cap it all off, um, our last fave before we do a little fun switcheroo is um, fave badass Yungi moment. Um, this one seems straight up, but mm-hmm. it's when he does the he did the Weavers live or the V live where he you know what I'm yep. saying where Cockroach he like trap. he's like oh the haters come out Cockroach trap. I don't have to say anything yep. which is really hot I was gonna easily say you know when it, he wants to square up with the zombie but the problem is is that later he literally falls apart on the ground no, with Jin no. so yeah, it's like scared. doesn't really count <laughs> but I love uh, that, that one is like really hot yeah. I love that you said the cockroach trap moment because that was on I had two and I was like let me see which one she goes with because I knew it oh, was gonna okay. be one of these and so mine, yes, cockroach moment. That's so fucking badass. Um, and that's, by the way, because we're kind of speaking in <laughs> not full sentences here, but that's when he does the V live after he releases D2 and he's talking about the song, What Do You Think? And the haters and all of that and how he's like, he calls them cockroaches. You don't, and, yeah. yeah, you don't have to name them. They'll name themselves. Yeah. Like the Amazing. idea that like he doesn't Amazing. name them and they just come out of the woodwork yeah. and say like, what do you say about Bobby? <laughs> <laughs> mine is going to be, since you mentioned Conqueror Trap, mine will be the fucking rapping while looking at his Rolex and timing himself. Woo! I also wrote down just like in Busan. That was my other one. Was that just him doing Cypher 3 in Busan? Yeah. It was just like amazing. But yes, the Rolex. Whoo, whoo, yeah, too whoo, much. Whoo. I, also, uh, him rapping Cypher 2. Just there's so many hot things. Um, okay, so we thought that we would okay. also surprise each other each with a fave slash top question that we have not prepared for. So would you like to go first? Sure. Okay. My question for you is, do you have a favorite favorite dramatic Yoongi reveal? Because he's drama. Please. He is drama. Of course And he I always do. has to do things drama. What is it? Oh, that kind of reveal. I thought you meant... Yes. Okay, like when he's revealing something. Yes, like a Yoongi... Like we just talked about one earlier with D two. Like Got he it. has to be. It's so a not like when situation. he was resurrected from the dead when his first performance. No, but back. that is a very good. <laughs> that is a very literally a very good taken literally. But he's got some moments where he like he loves the shock and awe. He loves the drama. Yeah. He's a Pisces. He lives for the drama a little bit. He yeah. loves. I mean, it's just because I witnessed it so like i think the d2 reveal was really cool but it was also at a time when no one was feeling super cool and like so that was what it was and i felt that that was more comforting than anything but him coming on on valentine's day and pretending to just do a live and then smirking and saying oh it was announced when his tour was announced and then logging the He's fuck such off shit. <laughs> that i will never forget that was bananas of yeah. him. That was a bananas, that was bananas thing for him to do. Yeah. He was like, oh, world tour. Okay, bye. See you there. Love you. Bye. <laughs> like, he just truly loves the drama. He, he loves does. it. I mean, for me, it would be similar to that. Or like, obviously, most recently, the tattoo reveal was like. He, oh, he, that's a good one. He good really answer. just drew. He dragged that out as long as he could just yeah. for the drama. For sure. He wanted to like have that as the last moment he's like oh this whole thing flexed 
like, oh, on my shoulder. He oh. loves when things become my a thing. bicep. Like, I'm not oh. gonna tell you. I'm not gonna tell he's, you. He's so that way, and I love it. Oh my God. I just love it. I do love it too. I okay. do love it too. That's a. Fun I had a one. second question, but that was a good one. Okay. Oh well, do you want to ask your second question? You yeah, it's, it's really simple. It's not as fun and silly, but you brought it up earlier, and so I meant to ask it earlier. Okay. Was that do you have a favorite whisper sugar like in a song? Oh, that's a good question. Yes, it it's gotta be seesaw. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. It's got to be Seesaw. I love it at the top of a track. I I mean, he has so many, but it's really iconic for, for me in that. What about you? Is it Best of Me or Love Maze? It's one of those where he does like a sugar into his verse. And I just like, I can't remember off the top of my head because it's, guys, it's late mm-hmm. for me. And so I'm like, I'm pretty sure it's one of those. Um, but I just love a sugar intro. Yeah. It's, it's so I'm nervous. Good. I'm nervous for what question you have prepared for me. I I, I didn't go anywhere weird. I, I also okay. had... Neither of us did. We no. did, you know, pretty... I also had two, but mostly... Well, one of them is just because I feel like we forgot to talk about this. And I was like, oh, was that mm. not on there? So do you have a favorite track that he featured on? Oh. Yeah. Do you... I have so many. I think mine will be maybe a little bit controversial, but I... I not controversial. I just mean like I don't think a lot of people love this song, but "Girl in My Dreams" meant a. I love that song, um, and the fact that they were able to produce an album for Juice after he died, and the fact I I want is Yungi a producer on that track? No, maybe not. Um, but that's "Girl in My Dreams," Juice World. I listened to that a lot. That was, I think that's a feature that is really special. What about you? Um, obviously I can't say that, that again, um, <laughs> or sugar's interlude <laughs> or sugar's interlude, but I, I really loved sugar's interlude when it came out. Yeah. So maybe I'll just say that now when yeah. it came out, I was still like relatively newer army yeah. within my first year. And so like, that was really cool. And just like his lyrics to yeah, that was really, really cool. good. And so I really loved Sugar's Interlude. And to be able to see that was really cool too when he like surprised everyone with Halsey. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, so that's mine. Um, but you have another one or was that the one? No, I, my, well, that was the one that I added. And then my, this one's random. I don't know why it came up, came, came to me, but I was going to ask, is there a favorite Yungi airport outfit or iconic Yungi airport outfit? That's, that's unfair. Just say There's, what comes have to, to mind. Just say what comes to him mind. Him in the black leather jacket. Yeah, of course. Of course. That's what came to mind. <laughs> of <laughs> course. Off the top of the head. I will say, yes, that's what comes to mind off the top of my head. But I will, I'm going to go with the but, one where he, no, you can't change. You can't switch. We're going to, she's freaking out right now, everyone. We're gonna, I'm going to go with the one that was like, you know, 2022 where he was traipsing through the airport with that long crazy wavy hair. That was the one I was going to say. The wavy hair and everyone the internet broke for a minute. We broke. We were like what the fuck? That hair dude. That hair. It's just you know what I was going to say is we went this whole episode without bringing up Yungi as a cat. I really 
feel bad that we never said that because mm. I love that he's really leaned into it. He has um, but I love that like he's really because we always joke about how there's like a person on Twitter who like once was like people need to stop comparing Yuki to a cat and then like since then it's like all he's ever done. Remember so- when Namjoon <laughs> Namjoon yes! like posted a photo of a cat and just tagged his first Yungi. like one of his first posts on on instagram and he like, tagged augustine he, they've all <laughs> really leaned into the cat he is a cat and i love it and I, I love it. it and we also well, didn't this... talk enough about his hands i'll say it we didn't talk I'm enough about his hands that we didn't fine. talk about his hands because you know what you I did talk to... about his rings i wanted to come back and just be like wholesome and not always the horny bitch that everyone knows me for People like that, though. They like that about you. I know, but I think with him, I'm just, like, obviously so ridiculously horny for him at all times. But I also just am, like, mm. I, I, I wanted to pay him homage in a way that, like, you know, he's just so special to me. So He's very special. I think that that's a good way to just kind of wrap up our big discussion on yeah. him is that, like, we have barely scratched the, surf- scratched the surface barely. of his incredible work. And like we are, I just, I have, I, he was, I will say, I will say this as we close. When I first got into BTS, I didn't understand his depth as much as like I might've with some of the other members. And as I got to like, especially during 2020 when he was just so present Mm -hmm. and like, I had so many rap line, rap line hoes around me who were just like, this is my first year of BTS. And so. I hope that because of this episode, there are a lot of newer army who are listening yeah. that totally um, like have so much that like maybe they aren't as big of a Yoongi fan or they don't know as much of this or know this history. So I appreciate yeah. you, Kristen, for giving everyone some of that like backstory because it really in- informs like how he has like the decisions he's made moving forward. Yeah. Um, I'm yeah, also shocked they, you didn't bring up Tableau and his relationship. They have like he's just since then has like created such a good relationship with other people in the industry, and so I think that's what's really cool about him. Yeah, there's, he has a there's lot just of so people. Much to say. Respect. So there's much there's to too say. much to say. We have to. We like yeah. you said. We barely scratched the surface, but I think like for for me, he's someone whose music has really gotten me through a lot, and I think that maybe maybe when you say that it's like oh like that's dramatic but like i think that people would understand that because that's how bts in general have been for people he has his music has a way of making me feel okay and making me feel calm and when you're in a crisis mode if that's something that you like want to put on and calm yourself with there's a Mm. bond that forms with that i will also Mm. say that he there's something that he was quoted saying that I remind myself of a lot because I may not seem like this, but I am, I'm working through it, but I have in the past been a big, huge worrier. Um, Just like make myself sick with worry over things in the future that are completely out of my control. And he was quoted saying, take your hands off the things that you can't control and put them yep. only on the things focus on the things that you can control. And I remind myself of that all the time. I think I can't even is- tell you how much 
Britt and I sent that to each other during the pandemic. Yeah. Like we would send that to each other constantly. Like yeah. he truly is such a, there's such a calmness. And that's not to say that he has fucked. Like I'm sh- he's talked about times that he's cried, been stressed, been overwhelmed. Yeah. Like he's totally done that, but he has like, he has his own tools to yeah. help him through those moments. And I think him sharing those have helped us and yeah. helped Kristen, as she said, yeah. to, to feel a, not as alone. I think yeah. that's a big thing to another is to like feel comfort mm-hmm. and to feel like it's giving you energy to be able to push through some of the harder things. Yeah. And so it can't is- have been easy to like, well, we know now that in 2020 he said, you know, later on how hard it was to what he was going through and like everyone. Yeah. Right. But he, he decided to try to focus on bring building us up and he really did. He really which, did. And- which is to me that it's that it's that like we took so much from him because he gave so much like everyone yeah. in 2020 if you were around like it, yugi was the member who, who was held us together visible. yeah he but then you hear him in sushwata say that he went to his parents house and like cried in their bed like yeah that isn't like we had no idea because no. he was so present yeah and i think that's one of the ways that he just that helped him Again, acts it. of service he was like i if i can help them then it helps me and i yeah. just think that He's incredible. We love this him. is a very, very, very special human being. He is incredibly talented and has shown us so many aspects of himself. I'm sure there's so much more to him that we don't know. I'm so grateful for the parts of us that he parts of himself that he's shared with us. And he is just really fucking special. And I just love him a lot. And, and I think all Kristen we need to wants, like what? And all Kristen wants is to see him with a shaved head. That's all. Yeah. <laughs> That's all she take, needs. Take us. Give me that so that I don't cry. Um, but take us to the outro before I like start crying more. Well, you know. can. Thank you for listening to all of this. Like we really yeah. appreciate you guys. Um, Hopefully you guys learned something. I feel like reliving some of this and just talking about our faves. Please share your faves with us on mm-hmm. Twitter or Instagram or wherever. TikTok. Um. I will try my best to make some TikToks this next week or so with some of this. Uh, follow us on Twitter and Instagram yeah. and TikTok at ORUKristen2, O-R-U-K-R-S-T-N-2. And then I have a personal TikTok where I post videos. And that's and Kristen I have been McCoy. posting now, too. I have three yeah, so videos. I have Kristen, K-R-Y-S-T-I-N, M-A-K-A-R-I. And Kristen, you are? Kristan, K-R-E-E-E-S-T-A-N. Um, that's where you can follow also I'm ORU La- Our Lady of BTS excuse me I'm Our Lady of BTS on Twitter and Kristan is the same for Twitter for Kristen yeah um, watch our TikToks like them interact with them share them I really appreciate that people yes. have been doing that Please I am rate us and I need validation <laughs> send us messages we love emails we love all of it we love hearing from you we love you in general you're fucking amazing thank you for everything And so thank you for listening. We will see you all next time. (laughs) You're the one who says ARMY forever, BTS forever. I do say that. Yeah. And I was... (laughs) Why are you staring at me like I'm an idiot? I thought maybe it would short it like we had a connection issue. No. No. You shorted. You fucking shorted. (laughs) Go. I know. Thanks for listening. We will see you all next time. Army forever. BTS forever. Drink your water and stream A to the G to the U to the STD. STD. Woo!
Love it. Bye. Bye. I'm sugar. Mm, now I'm hungry. <laughs> wow.